some certain board. Right. Um, so we do that with our friends and family members as well. Yeah. And yeah, I just had some friends come from Croatia. And they're like, yeah, man, you Americans are fucking soft. Yeah. They're just like the way you baby like each other nowadays is just there's nothing wrong with a little bit of bullying. There's just there's just a lot of absolute nonsense over here. Like me gusta como con la boca me pones el condón. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God and in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Today, Chris, thank you. Thank you. That's my little that's my little monologue at the beginning. Wow. Thank you very much for coming here today, Chris. Uh, Actually, I, my I, pleasure. Thank you. I told you that we would get you here. I bet you at some point in time you said, this guy's such a bullshitter. He told me he was going to have me on. Because we talked about it like for the first time, what, how long ago was it? Last year. That was um, last year. Probably a year ago, yeah. But then you went on your globetrotting thing that you do. Well, now that just... Keep uh, um, <laughs> telling about the whole meeting you, but it was actually a, I had to go home to renew my passport. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yes. But I was coming from Vietnam. Yeah. Yes, after, yes. I do remember that. After I'm- living five years there. And then my plan was to like basically stop in America for a while and then continue to Venezuela, renew my passport and then go back to Vietnam. So see, so just you said this word five to me twice now in like the past 10 or so minutes. The last time you said it was you haven't seen your friend here that you brought today. Hey, Pedrito, thank you for coming today. <laughs> but anyway, but you haven't seen him in five years. He went to visit me in Vietnam five years ago. See, and that's kind of already what I want to talk about, because a lot of your, you know how you come off. Like you're a very pleasant just like jovial, wonderful type of human being. Like people want to be around. You know this. Like people want to be I around know. you. I know. But you like other people as well, right? So it's like it, it's not like you're like an asshole and no. Just people, I mean, I, I try not to be. Right? You know what I mean? But some people <laughs> yeah. can be assholes and yeah, they course. still have like this um sort of the narcissistic popular. draw to them, right? And you're in, I'm not. You don't seem to be that guy. Yeah, no. Not How at all. does it feel to be able to? have friends where like if you're in vietnam and he's in ireland yep he's coming over and hanging out with you you're going over there hanging out with him he's now coming over here you guys yeah, are going to the football game like and i'm probably going to visit him next year in ireland right so you got friend. you're talking about stuff in china like you have friends all over the world all over the world like really good friends i'm not talking about like just friends very good friends like that'll that will f- take a flight to come see some yeah. people won't you know i have friends they won't come see me that <laughs> live 10 minutes down the road all right so like that's and a lot of people have those type of friends but you are creating connections with people in a way that you're gonna make me cry yeah, that, no. in a way that a lot of people don't though. yeah and you're aware of this i am fully aware and in <laughs> Have you always been this person? Well, where did this come from? Always. Like, I basically, back home, and I was just telling him this last night, um, I started going to parties, like, big parties, when oh. I was, like, probably eight, nine, ten years old. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. What do you mean, big parties? Like, like what do you mean? Like, clubs and shit <laughs> like that. So, I'm the youngest one from 
like my family, right? I, I got a, two siblings, a sister and a brother. Okay. My sister is six years older than me. Okay. And my brother is 10 years older than me. Oh, wow. So I was that cool kid that would hang with his friends, but also with my brother and my sister's friends. Okay. Um, now, like, so some of my sister's best friends and my brother's best friends are, I don't know if, we, we probably don't have a word in English, but in oh. Spanish you call it, like, so... I am the godfather of their kids. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have also a name for the, the parents and, mm, and me. Yes. It's called compadre and comadre. Okay. Like, like co-parent. Compadre. Yeah, yeah. Co- co-father, co-mother, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... And they were basically telling my brother and my sister, bring Chris, because then you guys are going to be allowed to stay longer because he's here and mom and dad are doing their thing at home. Mm. And I was that cool kid that they were like hang with me as well. Mm. They taught they taught me how to dance. They taught me how to drink and then do stuff. So yeah. <laughs> That's important though. Yeah. Teaching someone how to drink, that that can't be underrated. I started like, I started drinking not eight of course, but I probably at twelve. Fourteen. Thirteen, uh, fourteen. Okay, so fourteen here we're ta- we're freshmen. Like we're freshmen in high school. Exactly. Which isn't which isn't crazy for people. I didn't start till like my senior year. Like I was, I was up there. I was like okay. eighteen years old before I really started like drinking, yeah, like even giving like smoking it. a chance. I think I sort of, I think I tried to smoke, like senior never. year, but it didn't. I didn't. It didn't take well. I I never smoked. Not even like I tried with cigarettes, but I didn't like this this the smelling and the smoke. Yeah, like, nah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I never smoked in my life. Cigarettes. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, so yeah, so you never even gave it a chance. You just would be I, around other people and it's like, ew. Like, they will, yeah, they will, they will do it. I would like more drinks. Yeah, like, I would be like, hey, just give me a beer or like, give me, you know, something. So, yeah, so starting to drink at 14, 14 that isn't completely old. crazy, but they taught you how to drink. Exactly. So, like, you, I am a responsible drinker okay. because of my family and the way that, which is a thing that, that it I, was presented to you. Exactly, which is a thing that I don't like about first world countries because mm. the kids they want to drink but they they they're not allowed so it's like forbidden for them so it's something that like they have to break that rule because like you know of course and then when they're 21 they just go crazy oh yeah no when you're 18 you can go to war though but not to that <laughs> that's uh that's it's very i don't want to say that word but yeah i mean it's fucking it's, it's crazy it's crazy yeah that's pretty crazy yeah like the things that you, I mean, what? Like I don't understand. Like what are we? What are we saying? Right? I mean, what we're what we're what we're really saying is, like you can go die for this country. At like a, we can have you go fight for at a us. young age. But yeah. definitely not like you can have babies, mm-hmm. but not like you know do other fun stuff because it's yeah, it's legal for you. Yeah. I I find it so interesting, like where people draw the line of like what is ethically correct and what is not. Because it, 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 it like it gets so shaky because, OK, you can I can send my kid off to war. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't drink. Mm-hmm. But you can drink when you're 21 mm-hmm. and as much as you want. Mm-hmm. But you also can't do these drugs. Mm-hmm. Right. They, in, in all of these drugs. I mean, I'm talking about things like maybe psychedelic drugs. Yeah. Right. Right. But you can't do these. I mean, these these are not addictive drugs. They are people use them for therapy of different sorts. Like you can't do these, but you can drink as much alcohol as you want to, which kills people every single day, just like these cigarettes we're talking about. Yep. But 
you can go do it's just it's it's just and you know this isn't me like just blaming people because as you go through life you have to figure these things out right like you're just everything's not just going to be perfect and you're not just going to make one fail swoop and cure everything so it takes time but it is interesting to me i think the those rules are because alcohol was probably what one of the oldest ones so like the, the, the one that people will try the first because it's a liquid so right. it's like you know something that you like yeah and then probably someone left a, a juice of a, any fruit mm-hmm. and then it fermented and mm-hmm. it became something drinkable and people were like feeling it yeah with drugs it's more like you have to go out there and then find them for you to like and then people i think people are very afraid of like what are like what extra those drugs can affect them and then what can they see in the brains i'm not that. ready for that yet so. oh yeah 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 no 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 I'm also not a proponent of the idea that everyone should do them. Yeah. That's also Same. that's also not the case because no. In in Venezuela, <laughs> no, so no. in Venezuela, um so yeah, I'm from Venezuela, by the way, sorry. <laughs> we skipped that part. Um in Venezuela, you it's a very taboo thing like drugs because it's a very religious country, right? Mm. Um but alcohol is fine. Catholicism mostly? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Catholicism. Mm. So my name is Christian Jesus, which is basically <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ yeah. you know, just flitted. And my mom was like, yeah, you know, that's another story that, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but good. Um, So, yeah, I feel like my personality and the way that I am, it's because of how my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and their my other family and friends raised me. Mm-hmm. I was very comfortable. I, I was very privileged to be born in the country that I was born, in the city that I was born, and in the family that I was born. In the time that you were born. Probably too, because yeah. I'm, I'm from 87, so people keep saying that like, the, the kids from like the 80s and like early 90s are like the best ones, because they got to see like different mm-hmm. evolution of like, you know, the life and, and, you know, technology and all that. Yeah. So we got to learn about like, uh, no internet time with internet, like, you know, we got to read magazines and then read like, you know, on tablets and stuff magazines, like that. We got to, man. Yeah. So we got to listen to music and like these tapes and like m- create mixtapes. And yes. then now it's just like Spotify and like digital stuff. Creating we, mixtapes. We got, yeah, we got to see all that. It is, yeah, I think it's a, it was a good life, but it's still a good yeah, life. No, that is, and it, it, it is still, yeah. you know, I think we're both lovers of life. Yeah. I think that's a, maybe a lot of the reason why we're doing this right yeah, now. A hundred percent. But man, those things you're talking about, like magazines, getting your hand on a good magazine. Smelling the paper, like, you know. Yeah. Just, oh yeah. So I can yeah. smell it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can it feel is. it. I can smell it. Just in, you said make a mixtape. There's certain things, I've talked about this before, like, Texting, like if you're growing up right now, like texting a girl in class, right, isn't one, you have to get her number. So that's one thing. So it's not the same as like writing a note, like writing a love letter letter. and knowing that you have to pass this through like three kids for it to get to her. You know what I mean? And like you also have to try to like unfold it and read it so the teacher can't see like all this sort of stuff like there is. Now, again, this could just be me getting old because this is what old people start to do. But damn, do I think that there was just there was something in some of these things making someone Everything. a physical mixtape. Are you kidding me? A physical mixtape and you like and you have to go and deliver it to him or you have it mailed to him or some shit like that. Yeah, it was. It's not the same as just production. putting something together on Spotify and then just sending exactly. it to someone's phone. It's it was just, production. It was time that you were putting there. It was mm, effort. 
I'm not saying that there's no effort right now, but it's easier. It is and easier. It's faster. Well, I mean, that, well, that's what it is, right? Like technology yeah. is here for convenience. To make your life easier. Yes. Some people say they like they make it complicated for some of them. Like you know. How so do you? I mean, the, the the messaging or like they being on social media all the time oh, instead yeah. of like or like no visiting family because you you just a text or a message away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, well, see, you as a natural talker and again globe trotter. You you probably are able to see the difference between the way that maybe you can hang out with people and the way that other people can. Because you have to see that art being sucked out of people. I, yeah. Because I know I'm watching it. Yeah. No, I, I can't do that. I definitely, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And that's why this is, I don't think it's for, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I mm. like I'm always on my phone on social media, but okay. I, I, I'm not in touch with my friends. Like, I don't message, like, if I message them, it's like, it's random. You know, it's not always. So, like. What are you usually on? Is it? Everything. Like, Instagram? Oh, Facebook, Instagram. You do Twitter? Snapchat, Twitter. Oh, you do it all. Okay. Yeah, but I'm. TikTok? yeah. Okay. I've you're done on, videos oh, yeah, you're and on, stuff. Yeah, you're yeah, on. Oh, I could definitely see you doing videos. <laughs> what are you doing? Like dancing? Dancing. Um, like the 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 tricks with the camera where, like, you switch. Oh, like, yeah, stuff. yeah. I've like, seen those. Um, Yeah. I Like the little like transitional transitions sort of? Yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've done like maybe like 20. I started, you know, during COVID because I, was, I wasn't working. I was in Vietnam. Yeah. Life was pretty good there. So I was like, why not? Like, let's just have fun. And it's, what, it's actually fun, but it's a lot of work. I know. I don't want people to think that like TikTokers are just... Yeah. People always do that. This is what I don't want to be since we're talking about getting older. What I don't want to be is the type of person that gets older and then completely shits on everything that the younger generation is doing. Right. And we can't take away is is making a TikTok, painting the Mona Lisa. Maybe not. But it is its own thing. And everyone does not know how to work that fucking thing. Exactly. I'm one of them. I like I don't know all the different functions and exactly how deep all the functions go and I like I I I don't know. And I think that it's always so easy to say well that's easy or that looks easy. Mm-hmm. Like well maybe they made it look easy. Yeah. You know but if you could have did it like why don't you do it? Thank you know, you. maybe it doesn't yeah. even occur to you to do that little dance or do that transition or wh- whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And it not occurring to you and it occurring to someone else could be a talent of theirs. Yeah. Like they can have an eye for it and be like, man, it'd probably be really, really just like a director. Like, man, it would because that is what you're doing. It is. Yeah. Like what? How, like it would be really cool yeah, if I use this angle. Or, these, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely don't knock that stuff. I've seen people's reels on Instagram and like like these women. They are. They're all for it. Yeah. They are amazing. Yeah. They, they are. throw reels up and stuff, and I would have never, I would have never. <laughs> like they're really, really good. Yeah. Not only that, but just selfies over the years. Like women understanding angles and lighting Lights and, and yeah. the makeup game. It's all amazing. But that's the thing. So I feel like also, if I'm not in there, like I'm gonna be judging and like. You know, saying like that's easy, whatever. So I just get involved. I'm like, okay, something new. Let's it's go. Let's it's try a, it. You can't beat them, join them type of thing. Like, fuck it, man. Like, let me just gonna- let's try it. So I can I can also create conversations with that because like the mm. younger generation, they're talking about those topics, yeah. and I, I can be like talking to a 19 or a 20 year old traveler 
and then about like something that I don't know about at least fucking, I, I need to know a little bit yeah you don't no. want to just be trying to talk to him about fucking Nintendo 64 and passing notes back in class and yeah and making mixing making tape mi- yeah they're gonna be, what the they will be like you what exactly about? you know so yeah no yeah um, yeah you can't say the word you can't say the letters VHS to a fucking 15 year old probably that guy doesn't even know and he's like it's just turned 30, 30 years old <laughs> <laughs> VHS DVD yeah <laughs> like I feel we got at least do we DVD were, we like. were talking about the disc man do you remember that yeah of course yeah so yeah. but that was after the Walkman and he's mm-hmm. like oh but I had one that it was called Walkman as well and I was like I don't think so because I had one it was called Discman and then we searched online and it was so the first version was called Walkman and then they changed it to uh, because it was a disc yeah, then instead of like yeah. a tape but yeah yeah, I don't want to be that person. And I feel like that's my that's part of how I was raised in my personality. My brother and my sister are completely different than me. Mm-hmm. And we were raised in the same household. Mine, mine too. In the Funny. same thing. My brother doesn't even drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't party. Like he knows how to dance probably just because of my family. Mm-hmm. He loves sports and fixing cars. Like he's a mechanic. Okay. My sister, she has, a, I, and he's single. He sound, sounds like a man. Uh-huh. And he's single and, like, no kids, no nothing. My sister, on the other hand, she has a family. She's got a husband, three kids. She got, like, two degrees. And, like, she's the one that, like, is more responsible. Uh, yeah, did the things. And then I'm the, yeah, did the things. Did the things. Thank you. And then it is me, the black sheep that travels all over the the place that leaves, you know, his hair grow and and, and, show, and shows his ass on Instagram. Exactly, you're the, hilarious. The, I'm mooning a lot of people. I like, I dress different. Like, I like colors. So, like, I like try different things. Um, and yeah, I, I, my, my persona is very open to also like get to know other people because mm-hmm. it's interesting. Like, you get to see interesting people a lot. I think when I told you that we should have you on the podcast, you said. That you've had thoughts of having a podcast, yes. right? Yeah. So I don't know if I was telling him or maybe another friend. Um, the the idea that I had was to basically interview my friends, right? Because they were very interesting people, and I was like, my podcast was was gonna be like probably Chris and friends or something like that, and I'll just always interview a different friend of mine. I got like friends that they are psychologists. I got friends that they are like doctors are friends they have like they're contortionist they're like mm. they work for a circus they musicians they like so it's very interesting people yeah and i thought i just i need to start you know working i'm procra- i procrastinate yeah a lot, yeah, yeah, so. yeah yeah because you probably yeah i mean actually because i was going to say and you're on the move but that's something you could do on the move i mean it was something you would have to do on the move like you yeah. could just bring your equipment with you then when you go to these other places like hey let's record an let's episode record, yeah Oh, yeah. But that means that I have to get time off working and making money in mm. order for me to do that. Right, of course. And then, yeah. You f- you figured it out in the I'll, past. I'll, I'll, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but I have to figure that out. And, yeah. You know, it takes time and I... And then I procrastinate more in the middle, in the meantime, because mm. I'm always, like, partying and meeting people. And you know. Yeah. Yes, you are. So, That's, yeah, it is... Yeah. Do you feel like it keeps you young or something? Or, like, that's where your vitality comes from? Or is it the opposite do you think that it maybe it's, it's just a circle it's yeah 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 they both they it's like they feed each me, other it makes me feel young and the energy to like going out and you know meeting people it allows also you like to do it to, more exactly. yeah yeah and it just keeps feeding to itself yeah vital like i'm living life right you know what i mean so how old are you 35 oh yeah yeah, yeah you're definitely 35 single no kids 
no home, just a suitcase and and a passport. <laughs> that's it. Which is which that's, is not the, that's awesome. Which is not the greatest passport, but it's not all. It's not a bad passport. You know what I mean? Like okay. that's a privilege yeah. having a passport. The my trip to Venezuela was literally like for someone else. Let's say you in America, a week mm. just to get a new passport. If you lose your passport, for me it was six months. If I lose my passport right now, I'll probably just cry because like it's just so hard to get it. Yeah. They like. Do you keep it like locked, like in a dude, very like, particular? Dude, I I've got pictures everywhere just to not carrying with me because they ask for IDs here all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm like I I can't bring my passport. This is a picture. If you don't allow me to get in the place or drink, that's fine. I respect that. I'll go to another one, but I won't bring my passport with me. Smart. I, yeah. I guess enough places allow that picture to so yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's like, you're, I got, like I, you're not under 21. But, you know what I mean? Like, don't be an asshole. Let the guy in. <laughs> yeah. But also, I got, like, my Venezuelan ID, which is, like, also, like, if I lose that one, I don't care. Because mm. I can make a copy of that one and get a picture. But I can make a copy of a passport. That's illegal. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. See? Don't. Yeah. No, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah, you, don't, you don't need to take that route. Damn, man. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Who started talking to you about privileges? Like, where, like, why? Like, this is this is a big part of your vocabulary. I think, yeah, I think I started learning maybe like three years ago from oh. um, some friends from South Africa. And then like, like I knew I used the word before, but I didn't understand the concept until I, they started explaining to me all the things that I was like living and how my life is the way that it is. Mm. And it's because of all the privilege that I have. And it's like, where I was born, I mean, the family, the city, the country, um, my skin color, mm. um, the 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 way that I can pick up a new language or mm. like, you know, my personality, all this stuff mm. are privileged. So right? it did, did that come from them because like, were you guys in some sort of fight because maybe you were like denying privilege? No, no it was just a regular, just a normal regular, conversation. Yeah, okay. We okay. were talking about stuff like we were talking... So basically what happened was like I was we were living in Vietnam at the moment and I was comparing a lot of it. So Vietnam reminds me a lot of back home. Mm. It's very similar to Venezuela. So every time we were doing something, I would be like, ah, in my country, we just do this. or like we will do that. Right. And then they were like, you know, in, in some point, they're like, OK, well, we understand. We know. And I was like, no, but I have to explain to you because of that's probably why I'm here. You know, right. what I mean? like it's just it creates that path for me. Yeah. So we were just talking about life in general. And then uh-huh. I they got to explain to me that thing and many other So at first it kind of seemed like you were like bragging, like you were just doing a bit too much. It was like, dude, we get it. Like yes. that's really like cool, man. Exactly. Like, all right. Yeah, like, yeah. Have you got it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you definitely don't want to be yeah, perceived as that. Guy. I, I also told so um two of my friends, uh I saw them yesterday and I told him I told them that I wanted to see like so he was coming to visit me. And they're like, well, you were in New York not long ago visiting a friend. It's like, that's the same friend. He's coming now to, like, uh, Virginia to visit me. It's like, oh, my God. And then I told them that after, like, next week, there is another friend from Venezuela coming to visit. So they said, like, in a joking way, and I don't know that. Um, it's like, oh, Mr. Popular and all that stuff. And I was like, no, don't take it that way. You know, right. I'm just trying to, like, that's my life. Like, yeah, like, this and is what I have coming up. Like, if I was someone else, they would be like, oh, I have work. I got to go to this appointment. I got this thing. I got to, you know, I got to go to the court. You know, like, 
these would be things and you would have no issue with that. Exactly. I'm just telling you what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks of my life. In my life, yeah. That's my life. But I, I feel sometimes, not all the times, that people see it as a, I'm bragging. Yeah. Saying, no, I'm not traveling because I, I just like it. And that's my life. Yeah, I do it a lot. Mm. And That's nice. Yeah. Did you, have you, how long have you been okay with being able to just like state these things? Or do, or do you still kind of struggle with maybe feeling like, you're bragging to people or do well, you, or are you just like, no, they'll take I, it how they take I it. I never, no, I never feel that I'm bragging until there is a joke about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until like someone says something. Mm. Um, and that's when like, oh, okay, well maybe I'm talking too much too about much it. Too much about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh. So then I'll kind of like you know, tone it down a little bit and, mm. but that's it. I will never, it, it will never affect me. Like if you don't like it, then that's you. You know, it's not me. But I think you know, there's something in that deeply that resonates with me, which is, um, I, I mostly ask questions about other people. Yeah, like I mostly ask questions and sit back, shut the fuck up, and just listen because people love to talk about themselves, like they can, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'll just, I'll just let them talk and you know ask things because as you are I am genuinely interested in people because I find them to be infinitely fascinating yeah. even when they find themselves completely you know just like the opposite. Yeah, people. yeah yeah you know it, it's whatever I've had that conversation a million times and they're always like why would you it's want just, me on the podcast it's just in here it's just in yeah. there it's just in there um wow like yeah no I'm definitely I I also came to realize that I'm conscious of consciousness okay so I won't allow my brain to take over what I'm going to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so mm. if I, if let's say like some, some other friend told me like, oh, you, you never get angry. I was like, no, of course I get angry, but I'm not allowing myself to do that because of something else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like an mm-hmm. external thing, like, nah, yep. I'm wasting my time and I'm getting angry and I have to get happy again. And like, I'm the one feeling bad. <laughs> I got to get happy so again. I got to, now I got to get happiness momentum going again. Exactly. exactly. So not happening. I, I won't allow that, you know, to happen to me. So I work in that, you know, Hey. Yeah. So that's, so that's why I listen, because if I talk for too long about myself, I'm only going to have like nice, like happy things to say. And that but, can be, you know, can misconstrued or taken the wrong way. So, you know, I try to find like little Zen ways of of being conscious and aware of how I'm speaking about those things when I do. And then again, I, I just try to ask questions about them because usually people I'm talking to need to speak a whole lot more than I do. Yeah. Like they have a lot more that they really need to get off and, and talk about. And so... I, I, to me, I have I a problem, that. and he's just laughing about that, and we're making jokes about it. Because <laughs> I, I keep telling people to li- to not hear me, but to listen to what I'm saying when I'm explaining something, and it's because I'm trying to get to a point for them to understand that maybe I'm not just bragging or not telling you a story. I'm like, and you need to understand a whole thing, right? Yes. And then they keep like, or even trying to interrupt or something. I'm like, hey, listen. But then I, I say that a lot as well. Mm. And mostly when I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Listen. Listen. Right. I literally, I tell them like, okay, I'm trying to say, I don't know, like back in the days when I was like 12, I started drinking. It's like, oh, but what were you drinking? It's like, no, like calm down. I'm going to that point. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm yes. getting there. Yes. Just listen. Yes. I'm telling a you a story. But I feel like there is also a, a question of time. I don't think. And like you're saying, someone, the other people, the other person wants to be heard as well. 
So they were like, okay, well, how long are you going to, how long is this story going to be? Like five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? No, I want to talk about myself too. And yeah, it is a, like a cycle thing, but yeah. I do listen. Like I sometimes I just shut up and then, yeah, give me your information. Yeah. Because that makes me also like, I'm learning, you know, from your experiences, from your the stories that you're telling and all that. Yeah, I take I take a conversation the same way I think about music and dancing. And like you like if you're in a band or, you know, you're dancing with someone, you have a dance partner. Yeah, they can have like the little solo or a moment where it's really all about them and the spotlights on them. Like, that's cool. But then it comes back over and then it's mm. us again. And then maybe I get my time and the you know, I get my solo. But like that's an actually a good way to put it. Yeah, but like for you to just because if you're just gonna dance by yourself, there's no point in me just being solo, on yeah. the stage here with you. Like I should just go sit in the back with everyone else. Like what are we talking about? So <laughs> like I get that. I think that there's a thing about economy of words, and people are willing to invest in listening to you if they think there will be a big payoff. If like you're telling a story in a certain way and it like grips someone, they're like, oh shit, like oh I'm, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Like this is about to be this crazy is, yeah. right now. Like this is this shit is getting, this is good stuff. The suspense yeah. is crazy right now. <laughs> you know, so they'll 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 do that. I think that they'll people will be willing to listen for a while. I mean, fucking, we're just having a conversation. Who knows how long this will be? People are gonna listen to this whole thing. It's just us talking, talking. You know, but it's the it's it's the bumps in the road. It's the valleys, the mountains, all those types of things that. Call something I was just gripping. also telling him like we call it the green roads because mm. you this those are the roads back home where like there are no houses built around so you take those green roads to not like to avoid traffic to right. avoid and then in a conversation you also take those roads to make it interesting because otherwise then you know you're just talking about something else there, there should be connections with other things yes yeah. yes yeah so for example yes. for you to understand how I met him, I have to go back and be like, okay, well, I went to China and then we did this. And that's also an interesting story, how we met. Well, what is it? So basically China, it's uh, all blocked from the regular social media. They have their own social media. Yes. Right? They have a firewall. Yeah. So there's like you, you as, an, as a foreigner or as a citizen there, you, are, you can access to this social media, but through a VPN. I wasn't using a VPN at the time and he uh, basically found me on social media because I was the only one that tagged, you know, the company that I was working for in China. So he messaged me on Twitter asking how was the, you know, the company, all this information. He was still in Ireland. I didn't read that message. This guy came probably two months after. He arrived in China, started working for the company, and he started hanging with some of my friends. So we went together to this club or like this bar, and he was already drunk. So what I did was like the bar has markers to like draw on the walls and stuff. And I drew on his face. I, did, I literally did like a whole makeup thing. Cause I, I like just to mess with people. Yeah. And the guy woke up the next day and got really angry because he couldn't like, you know, erase like the whole makeup, the whole thing, whatever. It's like, who did this? Then my friends were like, yeah, it was this guy, but you don't know him because you never met him because you were drunk. And then eventually um, they told me, my friends were like, hey, these guys, he got angry because of what you did. I was like, I'm, I'm just telling him that I'm sorry. And then that week, I don't know why, I looked on my Twitter and I saw the message. And I'm like, oh, I saw the picture. And I was like, it's the same guy who's going to kill me now. Like, oh, my God, it's <laughs> right. the same guy. He's working for the same company. He's just, he definitely knows that I, what I did, he's going to kill me. And then the next week, we went to an, a different club, and he saw me. He's like, yeah, I, I knew what you did, and I, I got angry, but I'm, it's okay. And I was like, 
dude, like I just do that with my best friends. So like from now on, we're probably going to be very good friends. And we are. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, because the fact that he sent you a message, you hadn't seen it, meaning you hadn't responded to it. And then it, you follow up with a prank. It's like, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> like, is this guy fucking with me now? Like, what, like he didn't answer me. And then he did this? Like, yeah. he's got some balls on him. No, well, yeah, he kind of like knew the day after because he wasn't sober at the moment. But yeah. he didn't know who I was until. R- right, yeah. until afterwards, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I know. <laughs> well, it probably wasn't hilarious. It wasn't hilarious at the time that it took place. Oh, I did. I did it after. It was like maybe three more times. So every time he was getting drunk, are, he was like. Okay, because you are a partier and clearly you like to joke around. So are you are you like a serial prankster? Like, is this something you do when people sleep a lot? Well. Oh, now it changed. <laughs> it, it depends. It's not like I, I, like I do it to everybody and all the time. No, it's like. Mostly, if I'm in the mood of like messing with someone <laughs> at the moment, and I know that that person is kind of like close to me, right? I didn't know him at the time, but like he was with my really good friend, so yeah. he's one of the the group. You know, yeah. what I mean? he's one of the bands. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't prank everybody. It's like something but so I, funny and rambunctious about men, because like I don't think mm-hmm. women do prank like sleeping pranks. Yeah, I don't they, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Like my dad used to tell me that they would. If you fell asleep around each other, like they would light a match and like put it in between your toes and then just sit so there and just wait. It. Yeah, exactly. Like weird shit like Dude, that. We used to <laughs> <laughs> when our friends would get super drunk and blackout, we used to like crack an egg, get the white, yeah. and just drop it in the middle of his underwear. <laughs> so he will touch the next day and be like, Oh fuck, what happened last night? <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like we we do that a lot in Venezuela. <laughs> so then the next day, the guy will literally just feel like <laughs> yeah, that just slimy. Like this goo, like what the fuck exactly. happened last night? Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's yeah, the, their asses are all like covered in like that slimy stuff. Yeah, we do that. We we man, yeah, we're tough. Like it's hard to explain to people how we basically. <laughs> roast and bully each other and like right. and prank each other in Venezuela. But you but you said we're strong. So you feel like or you you're, you're tough like that you, makes yeah, yeah that you, makes the community tougher. Yeah, you feel like it, it creates resilience. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's a good word. A lot. Yeah. The way the way that we treat people um we can be very rude but if you if if we see that you're not expressing rudeness then we know it's a joke right or if we know you that you're a close friend you're a friend then we know it's a joke right i won't let so they call me my nickname back home because i'm the shortest one it's midget mm-hmm. like they literally oh, call well. me enano oh yeah, okay. all my friends and that's cool yeah. I, I love it right but if someone that i don't know calls me that i'll be like whoa yeah y- you, you, yeah like hold on a second exactly how do you why are you calling me why this? do you feel so comfortable <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah i'll be like no bro like shh Chill, right. you know, and then we maybe will like I'll allow him or allow her to call me that way in some certain point. But mm. um, so we do that with our friends and family members as well. Yeah. And yeah, I just had some friends come from Croatia and they're like, yeah, man, you Americans are fucking soft. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like the way you baby like each other nowadays is just there's nothing wrong with a little bit of bullying. Nothing wrong with just a little bit of poking and prodding and just fucking I like around. like that. Pushing, pushing buttons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You push, push a button. And, and you you definitely know which one to push. You know, like you start oh, learning. Sure. You start learning from that person. You get a deep connection with that person. Because it's not only like, oh, I know 
what good things you like mm. about life. I also know what bad things you like, yeah. the things that you don't like. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll, I yeah, kind of like prank you in that way. But yeah, I your respect, weaknesses. You know? Yeah, exactly. Your weaknesses, the things that you want to get better at, right? Because, I mean, one way you could look at it is if I know those things that you really, because they're sort of, they're aspirations in a sense, right? Like you're mm. poking at these things and in a sense you could see them as, Things that maybe that person aspires to no longer be held by, right? Yeah. And maybe they're not giving it too much attention unless someone's Someone fucking acknowledging it and poking it. And they're just like, all right, man, I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to figure the, I got to figure my way out of this thing so they can't like fuck with me in this way anymore. So that is a way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is that's traumatic for people. <laughs> I'm always looking at the first way. Always. For everything. Always. <laughs> right, right, 100%, right. I'm thinking that the other person is going to understand what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I do all the time. I push buttons. Like in- You hope. You, 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 you hope. I hope. Because my understand. thing is, I'm with you. And yeah. I love joking. And I think that clearly, as everything I just said, I feel like we... We should be able to fuck around with each other. Like we should be able to point out absurdities in things that are going on and be like, "Come on, man! Like, are you? Re- how seriously are you really taking this? Like, yeah. like how how far are you re- really ready to go? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, like no, it's not don't... that big of a deal, really. None, like most of this shit isn't. You know what I mean? Like we should be able to laugh at ourselves because because here's the thing: I'll never, ever, ever in my life make fun of other people. Before I make fun of myself, exactly. Like I'm gonna get it too. I'm gonna get it too. It you you were definitely like people might think that you have to like like everybody or everybody <laughs> has to like you. No, like right. people are gonna make jokes and stuff. Like laugh about yourself first. Like makes make sure that you know you're like you know that your whatever weaknesses or like things you have, and then you can do that to others. So like. Not kind of like do it, but like, you know, you can joke around. Yeah, you can fuck around. You can fuck around. Because again, when somebody wants to do that to you, you're cool with it. It's like, bro, we're still sitting here having a good time. I know that you don't mean to break me down as a person. Like, I'm. That's what happens in Venezuela a lot. And that's why I think that we're a little tougher, stronger Mm. than other cultures. It's just because of the way we speak. Yeah, Yeah, I think that that's important. I know. I mean, that's the way I grew up with my friends. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of black dudes just like roast each other all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, Especially growing up. Yeah. It's just a part of the like black dudes roast each other when (laughs) black dudes roast each other when good things are happening. That's how like black dudes will compliment you by roasting you. But we do the same. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you get that. I will say like, well. Part of the Venezuelan, like I think half of it, maybe more because of, you know, Spaniards and all that, like mm. uh, slavery. We have a, a, a big group of like African, you know, culture yeah, and stuff. So yeah. maybe also that comes from that bloodline, you know, mm. I mean, like those mixed uh, things that we have there in Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, we, we, we do that. We roast for good things as well. Yeah, people forget about that with the triangular slave trade that like slaves were placed in many other places than just like Jamestown, Virginia. <laughs> like, like, there were plenty of a slave. Yeah. Exactly. And I was telling a friend about this uh, telenovela I'd watched like years ago called La Esclava Blanca. Okay. And it, the, the woman wasn't actually a slave, but 
but she was a slave to something. So the telenovela was sort of like teaching, oh, like, what is she a slave okay. to? But she was in love with an actual slave. And this was like a slave show. And they, they were trying to find their way of like rebelling. But it was in the Dominican Republic, I believe. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. They you have, know, yeah. You know, and they're black people or they look like black people. Mm hmm. Because they are, they are black, yeah, and they speak Spanish, yeah. Like, and, and we, you we, know, uh, but that, but that blows certain people's minds. We, like, oh shit, like that's just a black dude, but he's speaking complete Spanish. But dude, like, there is a country in Africa that speaks fluent Spanish, mm -hmm. Guinea, Guinea Equatorial, something mm. like that. Um, they speak fluent Spanish. There yeah. are countries that they speak fluent Portuguese because they were colonized by right. you know. These people. Before. Well, yeah, same thing as French in Africa. Yeah, like, there's huge French. And then out there. when they started bringing them to like all the other continents, all the other places, and they started like merging with other people, and yeah, we got black Venezuelans that speak like <laughs> but, fluent Venezuelan. But that's why so <laughs> many other Spanish. places they speak more than one language because they've had a comp like a much older history yeah. than America has. So like yeah. there've been all this colonization and wars and you know people fucking fighting their way out of some shit like what what do you call it uh what is july 4th day of independence right so like you're yeah like you're just your independent yeah we yeah. got independent from yeah. someone else yeah, or something exactly. else like there's so many stories of yeah. that and then there's just like all these different like ideologies that came through and religions that came through and yeah. languages that came through so yeah america is just like one of those places where it's like english But then, yeah, exactly. But then that's when, you know, the, I feel like the, the sensible, the sensitivity part comes also in play. Mm. So we had all these situations, but also maybe someone started like to making jokes and to do things about it. And instead of like going so, you know, straightforward, like, no, you can't do that. You can't say that. Let's put rules. We're like, no, well, let's try to like manage, you know. Um, the cultural thing into like we're just friendly and then we just yeah. roast and then we just bully like just a little yeah because I and definitely don't want because I would never want to hurt someone like if I said something to someone and then they just like broke like down crying. crying in front of me I'd be like oh fuck I'm, oh, yo I'm so, I'm so sorry, sorry. Same. I'm so fucking sorry I've, I've done it it's, it happened yeah and I've learned my lesson sometimes I stop saying oh, things man because of that yeah that's the worst when it's like in jest like you're trying to have a good time yeah I, and then it happens you're like oh no when you were asking me about privilege how i learned that i learned about people like uh, bipolar people mm. in a similar situation mm. so i made a joke with which is actually one of my good friends from england and he just i triggered something so he went on the other side he's like fuck you you know like i don't want to speak to you i don't and i'm like dude like what did i do like what happened and then the whole thing just and then The same friends, like the, the other girls explained to me about privilege. They were like, you need to go home and then we'll talk to you tomorrow. No problem. Like, don't think that you're like, you know, we, we'll just, fix it. Just go home. Exactly. Just yeah, go home. Yeah. And then just yeah. create some distance right now. Exactly. That's all. That's all they need. Yeah, we, don't, and, we don't hate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And just. then the guy, he's has a degree in psychology and he's explained to me with details because he's like, I call him. Have you seen Friends? Yeah. The show? Ross. He's yeah. basically like Ross yeah. with like dinosaurs or and he's with like everything. So mm. he will explain to me in detail because he knows like you need to understand this. So like all this stuff. Mm. And I'm like, man, thank you. You know what I mean? Like and then yeah, we're good friends now. By the way, as a guy that was a doctor, a psychologist doctor, and he knows this about himself, 
was he having any sort of practices to try to probably manage I, that? Probably. Or? I don't know. Um, I feel like it's, it's, I've been in, in that situation as well, thinking the same the same way because he, he should know how to handle situations like this, right? But sometimes I guess the brain is just too powerful yeah. for them. And yeah. then they need that extra push from other people. So that's where the girls were there for. Mm. And then they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, we're glad that we're here. So you just can't go home and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. You yeah. know, we, we sort it out and he's going to be good. I had a doctor on here before and, and we were talking about the patients that come into the hospital. And there's so many people that just like, they just won't give a shit what the doctor's saying. Sometimes they don't understand what the doctor's saying, mm -hmm. so they don't take it as serious. Um, but there's just so many times where the doctors themselves don't take their own medical advice. And it just seems that whether you're a doctor or just a regular person, we just seem to give our friends great advice. But, but, we, just, don't take, but we don't fucking take a lick of that shit. No, like, only, not only the doctors. Like I feel like that's everybody. Yeah, that's like that's so that's you, so crazy. You talk with anyone about relationships, and they're gonna give you the best advice, and then oh, of course, and then they're gonna go date a fucking it. asshole that treats you like shit, and yep. yeah, hits you and all sorts of shit yep. like that. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, they're so crazy. It's like the only people that really take their advice are like physical trainers, because you see them, and it's like you're clearly like, working yeah, out. Like, like fuck. you're the only one that actually does what they tell other people to do. Yeah. Well, now, so this is the same friend that had, like, you know, the episode. Um, I don't know if I can call it episode now. I think it's an episode. Okay. Um, he's actually now a personal trainer. And, oh, like, yeah. he focused all that into, like, you know, the fitness mm -hmm. part. And, like, he's a coach now, which is, like, I'm very proud of him. I want to talk to more fitness coaches and ask them this particular question. If you're a fitness coach of any sort, hit me up on my Instagram at AOWPod on Instagram, please. And, uh, please and answer some more of this in, in detail. When it's your job to give a fuck about somebody's health or someone's well-being, maybe that's the job. It's a little bit of the job. More so of the job is what it is they're paying you for, which I guess is to show them how to give a fuck about their own health, mm -hmm. right, in various ways. Where do you draw the line between carrying out that objective, caring and teaching them and trying to hold them accountable for what they're doing and what they're not doing, and also relinquishing your power because you actually have none over what they do. Like, I want to know how difficult that balance is for people because, yeah. because people that's, that's life. I, I want to ask it from trainers because I feel like they'll be able to give me very um, specific answers to specific things, but it's, it's people in general. Like if you have children, you can't How do you control to, them because everyone is human. So you can't, like, you know, you yeah, know. like you, you you can't make them mm -hmm. right. They're a human. Yeah, you can guide them. Yeah, you can help them. You can support them. Yeah, you can try to teach them. Right, bestow some sort of wisdom that maybe you've gotten from experiences and allow them to do with it what they will. Yeah. But how do you? Balance. That must just be a daily fight of balance. Like, I give a fuck about you, but I can't ultimately ruin my own mental health overthinking about everything that you're doing all the time. That's just brain stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's the brain of a, a doctor, of like a person who knows about health or like about mom. 
Like they it's, have to be working on this. And then at some point, like they're still human. They're still like, okay, I'm, am I doing something wrong? Did I, you know, follow the steps that I was supposed to be following? Like, yeah. so yeah, I hope someone can answer that to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would be an awesome. Uh, Fitness an awesome people thing. get in touch. The, um, for me, cause now that I, I said those words, I think about gaining any sort of remnants of wisdom as I go through life and, friends of mine or acquaintances of mine that maybe haven't gotten those and having I, I liken it to to vampires like if you're I thought vampires are very cool <laughs> I think that they like cool. one of my favorite uh characters from like a book is Dorian Gray from the picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde I think it's like a it's an awesome idea of if you had forever to live like who would you become you know, like, what would you do? What would you experience? What sort of wisdom would you hold? Like, how would you look at people? How would you navigate life? Like, you know, just a, you at 100 years old, but you're but you're with the same physical body you have now, the same mind. Then it's how do you at 200 years old, 300 years old? That will be, dude, like, it, I just read an article about a French person that basically committed an assisted suicide because oh, yeah, yeah. that person was exhausted. Mm. I don't oh, know just, how, oh, just exhausted. Yeah. They were like, I'm done I'm with this. Done. I don't want to do this. Exactly. Mm. And I like, but I I think about that as well. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, well, you know, when this is going to end? Like what mm. is the episode like? Mm -hmm. And I'm only 35. Imagine yeah. if you're like 50 or something. I yeah. can't imagine that. Imagine yeah. like 75. Yeah, imagine I was about to say, because yeah, yeah, like, 35, you could theoretically do what you've done on this planet at 35 two more times. Mm. Right, so you're young. Yeah. Right, like you could do that two more times. Think about that. Mm. How crazy is that? That's exciting, though, right? Mm. As long as you just stay healthy to a certain degree, like you can do what you've done on this planet two more times. Two more times. Yeah. But the, but the whole point I'm getting at is this wisdom that you get through the time and like seeing all these different iterations of people, like versions of people, and soaking in all the wisdom that you get from all the different conversations and all the different exchanges, you gain something very profound there. And if you don't see your friends picking up those things, just like those vampires and those people are going to be living for millennia, they have to watch people that they love die over and over but that's the thing. and over. Do you want to live the life? Do you want to have that much knowledge mm -hmm. that is going to basically make make you aware of things that you actually don't like? So you probably won't be like at 200 years old, you probably won't have any friends because you will <laughs> be seeing like so many people doing these random things shit that you already done like a hundred years ago mm. you're like that's that was stupid mm. but then these people are keep doing it because they're learning you might, but you may start looking at but like humans a completely different way because at some point be one well one because you won't be a human anymore right like you'll be something else something that is immortal eternal so you'll probably start looking at them as completely different beings and you'll just be like observing them like oh like, wow, like this is like they're kind of like I was 500 years ago. Like, wow, this is what I thought was going on. And like you start getting to this psyche of, well, I'm the only one assuming that you're the only one that, you know, right. Eternal person. It's like, wow, like you get to look down on people like a, like specimens, which people, which scientists already do. Yeah. But imagine just feeling like you were a completely you're different the, type yeah, of you're being. A, you're an entity that's it, like. It may grow in yeah. interest. It, it could grow. But to me, that's. It could, it could be vapid and vacuous and, you know, again. But to me, that would be prison. Like, 
you want you want to be free of like you all the go. thoughts and like you want to go you know mm. you want to like i mean unless you're like you built a a, a fortune during all these years then oh, you, well, you, yeah. you still have to work you still have to like or either like suck people's blood like i don't know <laughs> like, you know what i mean like you need to do something to keep that life and that, that's prison uh, sometimes yeah. i'll be like no no more like, than like 75 years old <laughs> and like 100 no more than that. Right, yeah, you good. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like, and, yeah and, and the only point that I'm getting at is, you know, for me, that balance between caring and then also having to just relinquish power because you don't have any power. So it's just really just, you're not relinquishing, you're just acknowledging that you have no power, have right? No powers. Over what your friends and whoever does, even though you care about them and you want the best and they're making a bunch of shitty ass decisions and you see it. They can't see it, but you see it and you're just like... I don't know if there's a thing about like I'm not closed off from anything. So I, I don't know if there's a thing about various lives that you live. But for some reason, it seems that some human beings pick things up intrinsically much quicker than other people. And it's like you can be for some reason 35 years old, but it feels like. I'm speaking to someone with the vitality of a 15 year old, but the wisdom and experience of a 60 year old, right? Squeezed Thank into you. one person. And it, like that, that's everything. Like that duality in life is everything. You want to get older and wiser and younger and play with more playful at the same yeah. time. Like well, I'll, I'll see the same from you. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel the same way, which is, it makes me feel happy because I'm not the only one. And I know mm. I'm not the only one out there out mm. there. Like I know that, but it is the, like, I've got everything that you're saying. Like I feel 15 years old and I feel sometimes 60 in my brain. You know what I mean? Like I, I get this mix of like things, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it's, if it, it's a good feeling sometimes. Um, or most of the times it's not so great when like, I will say maybe you keep like people keep thinking that you're bragging. You oh, know? right. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, well, you know, that, listen, that, that's going to be what it is. Like you, you'll never, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't cast the net that wide, right? Like no one, everyone isn't going to just yeah. know your heart and know your intention. Some people and are going to come into things with preconceived notions. So you had no fair shot in the fight in the first place. Yeah. Like, so you just got to let that go. We we will say that like in Venezuela, there is a saying, um, we, we are not a gold coin. So everyone shouldn't like, like us, you know what I mean? Mm. Like. You're not like a gold okay. coin that everyone wants to have you. Or yeah. like, you know. Right. So we already have that, you know, basically the the, the memory card that says like, hey, you're not like special. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so don't That's worry. awesome like, though. Yeah. That's awesome. You yeah. Like you're not, kids. Yeah, you're just not like, that special. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like you're cool. Yeah. Listen, we love you. Yeah. Great. Love to have you around. Yeah. Relax though. Relax. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's perfect. I, yeah. It, and it's like. I don't think my mom ever thought that like I was gonna come out that this way, you know what I mean? Mm. This personality, yeah. Because of my brother is not like that, and my sister is not like that. Oh right, so she probably had you and was like, "What the? F who what is, is that? Like, who is hold on a second. Whose baby is this?" Man, my dad when I started singing in English songs that I really liked, 
I, it was like when I was like, I don't know, six years old or seven or something. Mm. He would look at me and like, are you crazy? Like, what are you, are you do you actually know these lyrics? Like, right. What's going on? Right. And I didn't understand the language, but I knew how to pronounce the words. Yeah, so you knew the made, phonetics. Yeah, yeah, it made it easier for me to like start liking the language and everything. Well, yeah, music has a, a huge effect over that, which is why they music. use music in order to teach us things. Like, I bet you most Americans couldn't say the ABCs unless they said A, B, C, D. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a thing. That's why they use fucking jingles and commercials. They're just like, I'm certain you capture someone. Yeah, they just capture you. That's just what it is, man. But it's it's beautiful for that. That's why you can just memorize a song in no time that's really catchy, that you really like. But, you know, are you going to remember someone's speech? Yeah. I don't know. Like Well, that's that's actually true. And that happens to me. Like I, I've seen most of my friends like telling me quotes from books or movies or something. I was like, how do you remember that? Like mm. I, I remember that something similar happened, but like I don't specifically know the, the sentence or, or the words that uh, like, you know. See, so for books and ideas that works for me. Cause I'm like a collector of ideas. So when I when I read something and it strikes me. It strikes me because for whatever reason, this author was able to sequence words that I've probably already known or maybe not, but mm-hmm. sequence words in a way that created a pathway. And it resonate with something in your brain. Yeah. yeah like made it, you think of, of something. Exactly. And then because it made me think of something that was profound and interesting mm-hmm. and then I had to go further down that, I'll always remember what brought me there, okay. which is like, they said these words. You know, and then that cascaded into all of this other shit. But how do you remember those words, though? Like I said, I will, I could say, I could tell you, like, hey, I read this on a book, and it says something similar to this. Mm. But I have friends that they can actually, like, yeah, cite word for word, word for word, yeah. So I, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, some things I can cite word for word. For, for the most part, it's just paraphrasing. Yeah, it's like uh, it was along the lines of this. That's really all that mattered. It was it was along the lines of this. Yeah. And it made me think about this. And then it made me do this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so music definitely like it's like it's one of my favorite things to like, you know, I I I like to dance. I like to listen to music when I'm like sleeping or showering or something whatever. Um I like to listen and like pay attention to the lyrics. Mm. But I don't know how to play instruments. Like, I don't know how to create music. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, You're just an admirer. Yes. You're an admirer of music. I've never, I've sense. never, yeah, I've never understood that. Because I'm like, well, if you like all these things, but like you ha- don't have the mm. that part to like create it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I went to a hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers concert okay. last week in D.C. And um, it was so great. Like, I was watching them, but also thinking at the same time that they weren't able to watch their own show. You know what I mean? Like they were just working for the audience. Oh, is that the, is that how you look at it? No, that's how I saw that specific concert. Right. Because of the way that they were working, oh. they, were, they seemed to be like having a good time, but that good time was working for them. Mm. I will, I wanted to, for them to see how the people can see what they're doing. You know what right, I mean? Like if yeah. you understand what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I think that if you find something you love like deeply, 
then you don't have it won't to feel work. To, it won't feel like working. And if you're just like jamming and it's just like, they're just here. Like yeah. they just came here, yeah. but we were probably going to do this anyway. Yeah. And you just start jamming and going crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's definitely something in that. I don't, they'll never be able to get the full like collective consciousness perspective of what, you know, the, the mass of the people are getting. But what they do get is feedback because the you know, are it, like, they, yeah, like the people could just be like, oh. like it could be, you know, one of those moments where everyone's just super quiet, quiet, just looking up or everyone's just got their hands in the air and it's quiet or everyone's fucking <gasps> just go Let's fucking go, raging yeah. out. But you're getting something yeah. from them. You know what I mean? So, you know. So I feel like my brain kind of works that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like when my friends and I'm interacting with the public, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm getting that feedback from my friends. I'm like, I, I get this guy to visit me. I get to visit other people. Other people like basically host me in their countries. I feel that way. Mm. I feel like I'm doing my work, right? But I'm not working. Man, it's just living. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think more people would want to say some shit like that. I think that that's really dope. I was having a uh, conversation with my friend yesterday, and just speaking on this this uh, sort of feedback thing, even though. At the movies, the people that made the movie aren't getting the feedback, but boy, was there feedback there. The movie Eight Mile. Did you ever see that mm-hmm. with Eminem? Eminem, yeah. <sighs> this was one of those films for a lot of people that, you know, new age shit because we all have all these streaming platforms and people don't go to the movies as much. I saw this movie in theaters. Okay. And this whole movie, Eminem is getting shit chat on by everyone right he works at the shelter doing whatever the fuck he's doing at the shelter he's dating Brittany Murphy she ends up fucking his friend because she's trying to get in the music business his mom is like a drug addict who's dating some dude that he went to high school with for money and she's not taking care of a child and he lives in a trailer park and he's trying to rap, but he's a white guy in the middle of Detroit. Like, it's like he's- What a life, it, It's right? a lot of shit that he's yeah. going through. And and he gets his ass whooped by like the rivalry rap gang and shit. And at the very end of the film, he's got to finish off like this one last guy in a rap battle. And he knows everything that this guy's going to say about him. It's everything I just said. Mm-hmm. He's going to lay it all out for all these people that don't know mm-hmm. him. But he gets the he wins the coin flip and he takes the microphone, Eminem. And then while he's rapping, he tells everyone everything, everything. about himself. And Wayne did fuck my girl. And I'm still standing here screaming, fuck mm-hmm. the free world, yeah. right? And then the last thing he gives the guy the microphone and says, now go ahead and tell these people something they don't know about me. It's incredible. In the fucking, when <laughs> I tell you that theater erupted into like something fucking beautifully, yeah. chaotically, symphony-like, symphonically, like, a, like an triumphant, yeah. just... <gasps> Like it was in fucking sane. And that that type of shit, that sort of feedback, I again, Eminem's not there in the theater. They're not there, but I feel they have to know like the sort of impact 
that that made. And so they don't get to watch. Maybe some of them do. I bet you some directors and some cover, like yeah, yeah. just go uncovered. You know, to the theaters. Where I would love to do that. Oh if my I was a, Imagine if I was Eminem. I will definitely do that. And like, if he did that, could you imagine feeling? The crowd when they erupt and like that was oh my god that's it, insane. But that's probably what you you're saying about an artist in sta- like on stage feeling when the crowd is when they they put the microphone to the yeah, crowd yeah, yeah, and yeah. every single person knows the song yeah the lyric of the song insane. It's probably the same feeling insane. If Eminem was just like listening to these people like. Yes, just going crazy on on that last because you know. it was the most triumphant moment <laughs> of all time. Like, yes, he fucking won, and he won in a noble way. And that's really my point mm-hmm. here, which is a lot of the reason why I do this podcast. Now, again, your podcast you said would be a lot more interview esque because you have like a ton of interesting friends, so you just want to ask questions. Mm-hmm. This is a whole lot more just you know off the fly conversational base, but. I do a lot of this because one, it started as therapy, mm-hmm. like straight up therapy. But you give so much of yourself the more and more you talk, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're like people are watching you, people are listening to you, and the more and more you talk, the more of yourself you give, yeah. right? Because they can hear things that you think that they're not listening to, but they are. They can hear things in your voice, right? I believe deeply in a in a like an eight mile way of life, meaning tell the people about you and then take away everyone else's weapons, right? What do you guys have to say about me now? Yeah, but- I'm willing to self-deprecate. I'm willing to talk shit about myself, joke about myself, be vulnerable, wear my heart on my sleeve. What does? What can anyone else do to me at this point? That is what I use social media for. That's why you see me posting like, almost every single thing that I do mm. and I let the rest, you know, criticize or judge or whatever they want to do with that information. It's, and it's a, it, but like, I, I don't do it with only that reason. Like the main reason is to create memories that I can right. look, you know, like it's a crazy page stuff. or I can show, yeah, I can show to other people, but also like I'm traveling all the time. So like I can, my mom can see what I'm doing and like, cause I don't communicate. It's all, mm. all always a chain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What I told you before that it's hard for me to communicate through like messages or phone calls. It's not only with friends, like with my family. Like I spoke last time with my mom, with my mom like two months ago. And then with my brother, I spoke maybe two nights ago. Mm. But like it was the first time in over a year mm-hmm. that I talked to him. Okay. But I know that he's watching, he's looking at my social media, so he knows what I'm doing. How do you, how do you conceptualize that? Like, do you, was it ever hard for you? Were you ever... Um, I'm clearly projecting right now. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been guilted for not being as good as maybe someone would have liked you liked for you to have been in regards of communication? Like, why don't you call me as much? Or like, have you ever had to deal with that? And Yes. And- with my sister, uh, with my best friend and with some other people. Yeah. My sister basically like messaged me or messaged my best friend and then my friend called me. It's like, hey, your sister is crying because she doesn't know about you. Like she, she's mm-hmm. messaging you, she's whatever, and like you're not replying. And I was like, but she knows, like it, she's supposed to know how I am, right? Mm. And so I messaged my sister and I was like, listen, if you want to 
ask me like you know don't go to my friends just tell me how are you feeling mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna get mad at you telling me that but i'm not gonna change i'm trying to mm-hmm. i i tried but it's not happening because i just like <laughs> it's not happening it's not happening it's not me it is not me you know what when did you figure that out that it's not you long time ago oh, okay long time ago okay yeah like, like before I, your 30s oh yeah like probably when i was like 18 years okay old. okay um i basically so i i give other things instead of like you know the messages and stuff unless you know we're trying to like plan to meet and something like that i will definitely communicate with you but if like i will try to like make sure that i'll say happy birthday on your birthday mm-hmm. or like i'll make sure that like if I'm with you, I'll create memories. So then yeah. in five years, we're okay. We, we go back to doing all the exactly. normal stuff. Exactly. We go right, we pick up right where we left exactly. off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. I definitely believe in that. The way yeah. you leave someone, like, it's you leave a certain taste, a certain odor, right? And when you get back, they're just like, oh, fuck, it's you. Hey. Like, last time I saw you, we were having a great fucking time. What's up, man? Happens all the time with me. Yeah. Because I leave that, you know, mark. You know, I'm, like, trying to, like, hey, well, I, I hung up with you for, like, at least two days. But it was good. Like, I, I went to New York and I visited a friend from Venezuela. I graduated um, graphic design school with her. Mm. And since graduation, we never seen each other. Like, I know what she's doing. She knows what I'm doing because we follow each other in social media. But I haven't seen the girl for all this time, right? And then I messaged her, like, hey. I'm going to be in New York this weekend. If you have time, I would love to see you and like maybe just have a beer or whatever. And then she agreed. She was like, yes, you know, let's go because I, I like you. Mm-hmm. And then she told me that like she doesn't do that for other people. She'll be like, okay, well, if you message me and you're in the city, like enjoy the city. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but she took, yeah, <laughs> but she took some time of that busy schedule that she has yeah. to come see me. So yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, for sure. You got to be grateful for And that. he was... Man, like it wasn't it wasn't even five hours. It was four hours. We yeah. took a couple of pictures, whatever, and then I posted some pictures and she's like, Yeah, thank you so much for like it was a pleasure to see you. Like I really love you and all that. If you have a problem, just let me know. Like if you ever need help, whatever. And and that brings me to this idea of what we owe people. Right? Cause I got that's something I, like this kind of another way in which I just asked you the the, the last question is like, what do we owe people? Like, what do I owe you? You know, if, if I, I'm your friend, what do I owe you? I think that's a very good question that people should mm-hmm. ask themselves because I don't think I owe people anything, anything. except for I'll be I'll be true. I'll be truthful with you. Maybe I'll be me. Your like, friend. Yeah. yeah no, like, but like I owe you only no, like the making you sure that I'm always going to be there. No matter if I like the distance far or like the time that we've spoken, like it's just whatever long right i'll be there you know who we are to one another exactly like you know that and so like you can trust in that and that you always have that from me so you could say that that's something i guess i could owe you i'm comfortable saying that like i'm i'm comfortable owing you truth like i'm totally fine giving you the truth about things and and respecting you i can always owe respect i'm always good to owe gratitude i'm always good with that outside of that I don't I don't owe you things. I don't owe you that I'm going to give you like fill this quota of calling you three times a week. Like I don't I don't owe you these things. And I think a lot of that could be because I don't think that people owe me things. 
Like I, I like I'm never sitting around waiting for people to do, to, to do things, things for, for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like I, so you appreciate it that happens, but you're course. not expecting it. You don't no. like, yeah, yeah. But I, I also <laughs> feel the same way with my family. Like I owe my mom my life, and I, I'm very grateful for that. But you know, like it's, it, it's that's the circle of life, and then you know, like I don't need to be that close to you, but you know that I'm always gonna be there. You know, like yeah, there, there. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's a different topic for different people. But like in, in my personal experience, that's the way I am. The, it, it can be, but even when you get to parents, some parents, and definitely in certain cultures more than others, feel like honor thy parent. Yeah. Like I brought you here, you ought to honor me. And there's a there's a varying perspective there, which is, yeah, motherfucker, you brought me here. I didn't ask. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for this. You brought me here. It was yeah, yeah. Like so, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna respect you, but like that, does, like I don't have to do everything for you. I'm not living in service to you. <laughs> exactly. That's all. I'm grateful. They also like I was born with a mom that understands that mm -hmm. she of course she gets privilege yeah <laughs> of course she gets the sad you know she's like so i haven't you know talked to you in like a couple of weeks i'm like well mom i'm basically doing the same things you know like i'm not gonna be calling you every day to say oh i'm i went to the bathroom i showered i went to sleep at this time like I, i'm not that type of person yeah. some people do yeah i'm not going to if i'm gonna talk to you I'm going to tell you all the things that I've done in like, you know, three or six months. Mm -hmm. So we can talk for like an hour or two instead of like a five minute call every day because that's a routine and I don't like routines. Yeah. I see people make those phone calls every now and again. It's I like, know. It's like really weird. And then as soon, but that's a problem because the moment that you don't do that phone call, then your mom is going to worry it's or your girlfriend is going to worry or your friend is going to worry. Oh, he used to call me every day at 5 p.m. Exact. <laughs> and it's one day you're missing. They're like, let's call the police. Let's see what happened. Like, yeah, right. Your girlfriend gets jealous. Like, well, are you dating someone else? Oh, are you saying, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so. Man. Exactly. So I don't create that. And I also that gives me peace because I don't have any problems. I don't do that. Yeah. Oh, people, yes, people yes. will. Yeah. People will probably only think that, oh, this Fucker is just sleeping, you know, he's just like or traveling, he's on an airplane. But. My friend just showed me a video earlier today. He sent it to this group chat. I'm in. It's like mm -hmm. the it's like the podcast mm -hmm. chat. And it was just some Twitter video of and this is the story. I you know, I I don't fucking know, but it's the story that came with the video, which was there was a chick that was in you know, let's just say like a fucking Wegmans parking lot or something like that. And her <laughs> boyfriend went in to go do the shopping. Okay. And while he was in there, he left his phone in the car and she started going through his phone and saw some text messages that may have been suggestive that he was cheating. And then he walked out of that car and, or out of that Wegmans. And then you just see this fucking car flying through and just smack him. Yo. And I didn't even necessarily see it, but my friend also said that like an innocent person was also killed. Yo. See, but that's a that's a reaction that I will never have with anything bad that will happen with me because I think that I've been, you know, like taught like good things. You yeah, know? I, yeah, mean, yeah. I was raised in a family, like my brain I mean It's just hard for me to say stuff like this without without bragging, without bragging, yeah. without feeling like exactly. Just do so, it, man. Listen, you're, it's a safe space here. I know, and, I know. And the people have heard you enough; but, they'll know. Yeah, they'll know. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's 
crazy to see people reacting that way for like just a text message that it might be suggesting stuff. And then you, what happens after, like you lost a boyfriend and it was probably just. And now you're going to prison. And you're going to prison. You ruined your life. Yeah. It's like, it's, there's so many changes just for one reaction. In 10 seconds time. If that. Yep. That's, yeah, man. Golly, man. God. Oh, man, that's so dangerous. Like people, you got to stop like idolizing people and people have to stop. They just got to They got to relax, man. People have got to stop clinging, clinging on to people so hard. Listen, listen to this reaction. And it's probably one. I'm going to count like maybe I had like five reactions like that. So listen to this story. Um, She's probably going to see this on social media. So I'm dating this girl. Um, We've known each other for probably like less than a month, right? Um, I guess saw a couple of red flags, but I was like, you know, it's I can handle it. Let's go. Uh, I was in a club with a my foot, like I was injured, so it was swollen, right? But I was still partying because mm-hmm. I like to go out. Yeah. And then she's she's coming with the, to the club with a uh, her good friend, but I don't know this girl. So she introduced me, the girl, um, she, in one point, like, um, it's like 3 a.m. in Vietnam. I'm talking to my sister because it's 12 hours different in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So it's the day for her, mm-hmm. the time that, like, she's awake. And the girl that I was dating, she goes to the bathroom, right? And the other girl, like, sees me texting, and she just snatches the phone out of my hands for no reason. I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? She's like, oh, you, you have to come and get your phone or you have to come and dance. And I'm like, dude, no, like, I'm injured. And also, like, I don't know you. Like, why do you do this? So I got really angry. It's like, I started saying, you know, offensive stuff. I was yeah. like, give me, just return me my phone, please. <laughs> so she gave me the phone back. She gave me the phone and I stood up and I was like, you ruined my night. I'm going home. So as I'm walking outside, getting on my motorbike, this other girl that I'm dating, she comes back to me like running super fast. She's like, what happened? It's like, nothing happened. I'm going home. I'm angry. I'll talk to you tomorrow. She's like asking again, what happened? It's like, um, let me go home. I'll talk to you tomorrow. She's like, Bianca told me that you did. If you know the whole, and I, I reacted. Mm-hmm. If you know what happened, why are you asking me? Right. Go talk to your friend and tell her that she shouldn't be doing this. Let me go home. I'll talk to you tomorrow. She's like, no. If you don't, she's a little drunk as well. It's like, no, if you're not staying here and we're not having this conversation, we're not having any more conversations. Oh, oh you want to have the conversation? I sat down because I was angry. I told her all the things, that, the red flags that I knew about and all that. And I was like, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm done with you. Do not call me tomorrow. Do not call me ever. And I broke up with her that, day, that night because she never let me go. You're right. You know, think about it. Mm-hmm. Don't have a reaction. And then... Yeah, she wanted to try to control the situation. It's like, no, there's no distance, there's no space, no time. You're going to sit here right exactly. now and do this right now. She is drunk and maybe yeah, she might have. But, but yeah, but, but this girl, it, but this girl with the car, she wasn't drunk. Yeah, no, she was just at Wegmans. <laughs> she was just at Wegmans, and she killed a man, and maybe two. I don't know, like how yeah, the whole story goes. Yeah, it's it's so it's so crazy. Yeah, it seems like the person she was trying to hit, like in the, in the video, he got fucked up for sure. Like you could tell. Yeah, but it seemed like another person. She just slammed into like it was just it was terrible. But oh, yeah, man, bad. it's it, but it's dangerous, man. Like people, 
Ah, man, like that's so scary. Because I've been in situations like that. You want to say, yeah, for sure. Um, I've, I've been in situations where, what sort of red flags did you see? So the first one was we basically um, met at an, uh, after another friend's birthday. And I was hanging with one of like my roommate at the moment. And he was South African. She's South African. Well, he's South African. She's South African. And they speak the same dialect. Mm. So I think I'm definitely, I'm sure 100% that she liked him first because he's a little taller, you know, like, you know, South African. Right, that. right, right. And then I found out that she messaged him first. But when he said no, she messaged me after. Mm. So I was like, you know, I'm going to let that, that slide. Right, right, right. And then two weeks after that I met her. We had something and then I left because I, I, I was already planning to come to the States to visit some friends. So I stayed here for a month and I was I visited. My sister was also visiting here. So we kind of like were meeting in the country. I was visiting my best friend's sister, um, my sister's best friend and like other friends, whatever. But are mostly girls. And then in one point that I sent her a picture of me and my sister, she's like, I think you need to start hanging more with boys. And I'm like. Are you jealous of my sister? Like, what is this? Like, what is happening? I'm telling you that I came here to see my sister that I haven't seen in like three years. And instead of saying like, oh, that's so nice that you're with your sister. You're like, oh, I sh you, you should start hanging with more boys. Like, super, what is that? Super red flag. So, yeah. But yeah. I, let, I let that one slide as well. So I was like, yeah. you know, maybe we, we haven't met for that long. So she yeah, doesn't know. She like, doesn't know me. And because benefit of, of the doubt, that's nice of you. But no, but because of my social media, most people think that I'm a player that oh. I like to go around and play with girls and you know, like do all oh, stuff. And I, yeah, and I'm actually the opposite. But yeah. no one knows that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, player <laughs> players. I'm just. There's just a lot of just terminology, just rhetoric thrown around. Playboy. And it's like, you know, well, what if I. Because women go through this same thing. Like, what if I like to have a good time? But one, I'm safe about it. Mm -hmm. Two, I'm not running around telling a bunch of lies, deceiving people, manipulating them, corroding their mind from I'm the inside. Like, I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I like. But I travel. I make friends easily. Mm -hmm. They like me. I like them. Maybe we're drinking. Maybe we're smoking. Whatever. And, and mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Like, is there a term for that? Is that still Playboy and player? Is that still that? I think so. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't, actually, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like people use that term with a negative connotation that comes It is on. definitely negative. Right. That's what because, I'm saying. Because, like, so I haven't had, like, I, I, I lost, no, I don't say lost. Like, I, I didn't get the chance to have relationships because of that. Mm. So what they see in social media or what they see in real life. It's me partying, go drinking, and go crazy and all that. It's like, oh, no, you're a, you're a player. You know, like, yeah. we don't know if you go home alone or you go home with someone or, like, you don't go home at all. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, so that's very true. That's very true. I have, yeah, that's very true. I, I might have that reputation as well, mm -hmm. which is um, not that way because I just like to go out and party and have a good time and yeah. meet people, and that's it. Yeah. If, I, if I get the chance, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that, yeah, of course. Gonna <laughs> I love that because you hadn't actually made a definitive statement about it at all. Oh. It's like, oh, but like if, if I it happens, to, yeah, dude. Like if so, if I go to a club and a girl or a guy comes to me and it's like, hey, 
you know, I, I, I think you're like, you know, yeah, we're, chances, let's go. Like, Why not? Yeah. But I'm not going out to look for that. Right. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to have friends and like, you know, meet new people and, you know, like create connections and like have a good time. That's that's what because uh, I have conversations about this with men and women about this all the time when they're talking about being on the like the dating apps. And like, I don't use dating and, apps. Well, yeah, that. well, yeah, but you're a lot of people can't do what you can do, though. So this is the privilege, like, because and when I say do what you do, I mean, look at someone and start taking steps towards them and opening your mouth and talk like I that, know. like people will lock privilege. the fuck that's up. Privilege. Yeah, like that's not going to happen. For I most know, people. I know. So it's easier to go through that whole process, especially in this day and age. And you just people can sit and just swipe for day like just hours and hours and hours. And you can have, you know, 20 dates by the end of the night lined up for the next couple of weeks or some shit like that, as opposed to going out, buying drinks, spending your time. Again, it's time and effort and all the and gas money. It's all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So you don't have to do that anymore. So it's convenient. I don't necessarily think it's the best way of going about doing mm-hmm. it, but it's all about like your intention. And so people ask. Earl, what would you say if you were on a dating app? Which I have been before. Mm-hmm. It's like, which I support like, as well. I guess that's good yeah. because people are going to ask you, "What are you here for?" It's one of the like the, the biggest, probably the most frequent asked questions once you match. Hey, what are you here for? Would you want to know what like that person is there for? You know what I mean? Are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking only for fun? Are you looking? You know what I mean? Like, and, it is- and your answer is somewhat, I mean, probably identical to what my answer was every time, <laughs> which is, "Listen, I'm here." I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. And we'll see. Like, maybe we're just maybe we're meant to be great friends. Maybe we're meant to be great friends with benefits. Maybe there'll be something deeper that happens. Like, like, but we don't know what that is. And I can't try to, like, carve you out to be that person before I know who you are. Like, I just have to, like, let it happen. Exactly. And then we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. That's it. Every time I go out to clubs. I'm mostly with, with friends, right? So I won't go my way to be like, I know I, some some of my friends, they do that. They're like, all right, guys, I'll be out for like a couple of seconds trying to see if I can find someone. Like, no, I'm not I'm not doing that out there. Yeah. But like, of course, like you're saying, I got the opportunity to also talk to other people, new people and all that. Yeah, it's a muscle. But if you, yeah, but if you're going through an app that you're not seeing someone and you're like, you have to ask, like, what are you here for? Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna go to the club and be like, hey girl, what are you here for? Yeah, <laughs> what what is that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, what are you can, what, can you, you, what you looking you, for? Yeah, right? is this is this an ice cream? Like, yeah, right. like I'm here for like drinking and partying. You know what I mean? I know that, yeah. but on an app, you don't know. Yeah, so no, you, you have know. to. Yeah, you have to. But also, your answer is the best answer. Like, I'm here. I'm here. Just like, let, let's, like, see. let's see. Let's what see it, what let's, it. Goes. Let's have yeah. some conversation and let's see where that goes. Exactly. That that's all. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's a. I think that that's something a lot of people have an issue with, um, because I see so many people is like, it's this player thing you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a player. Oh, like you're just trying to fuck. Oh, you're you're trying to get married tomorrow. Oh, you. Want, it's like it doesn't have to be any of these things. Like I don't know. I could I could not be looking for a relationship because maybe I'm not looking for an idea because a lot of people are looking for the idea of being in a relationship and being happy maybe it'd be better to say oh i'm not necessarily looking for a relationship with just like anyone but this person 
I would be in a relationship with. Yeah. Like this person makes me want to take a step closer this way. I didn't know I was looking for it until I saw until I met this person. But you also or, or, or open to it. But you also have to be honest about like maybe at that moment you were looking for something and it curved into like, you know, a relationship or like something else. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe For sure. not. Like, yeah, but you could have still been honest the whole time. Like, yeah. damn, you know so what? Like, hey, I thought we were just going to like fuck around fuck for around. a little while. Yeah. But you're really cool. <laughs> I really See? like you. Yeah. I yeah. I I don't have a problem with the apps. But my thing is like I, I've seen and I've seen this in America a lot. People go alone to bars to meet other people. In in me to have a relationship with someone like I just I won't go on a, like a blind date to meet someone. And then like, let's see how it goes. I'll do it with the friends that I like the friends of my friends, the people that I'm actually getting closer with. So I know this person more, right? Right. So I feel like on the apps are like, it's the same thing. Going to a bar alone and then waiting if there's someone else available, then you can start talking to that. It's like and and they do that here a lot because there's no time. They're working all the time. And then if they're not they're free, their friends are working. So they cannot go out with friends and all that. Yeah. Also going out to the to the club or a bar. Like by yourself, you're probably really there to make connections of and, uh, and again of any depth that you could just be trying to have sex with someone that night or you could be open to whatever. Right. But you're there for something and you're probably ready to engage mm-hmm. with someone because you're in a fucking bar or club. A club. Yeah. So you well, ought, so you ought to be ready to engage yeah. with someone. Social media, a lot of people, those dating apps. They're simply there to get their ego boosted and they'll just gain a bunch of swipes. Like I've I've seen people just like, oh, I just do this just to build my ego. Like I, I'll never match with anyone. Like I'll never actually go on a date with someone. I just want to see that people like me. Well, and then I put my see, phone like, away. I'm, I'm, I'm very naive that I will never think of someone doing that. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, a, a mirror will tell you this stuff. Or, oh, like, no, or like the that, doesn't, that doesn't do it. It's, they can't look at themselves. So that's a different because, level or like another step of like, you know, narcissism, I will say. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, well, for it's, some people, it's, it's a, a certain, selfie. I think I for heard, some people will be like, you know, the, the muscular thing, you know, like showing. And, they're like a couple of, I think they're like two different types of narcissists. They're like the narcissists that really believe that they are. Who, the who they're yeah the, the thing, thing right yeah. the monster that they're exactly. showing you like i'm really that thing yeah. and then there's this other like class b narcissists that they ex they try their best to exude all that stuff but you can tell like you don't you're really just vulnerable and insecure like you can't like you don't actually believe these things you're just trying to exude them yeah. to try to trick us into thinking that you that think you're, you're that person but you're not the monster <laughs> You're you're just Bro, not. Yes. So, you know, like th- that person, they will just collect likes. They will just collect likes like, oh, man, like it, it's it's just like likes on Instagram, like how people get into that, except it's not just a like of a picture. It's they like me like they want to date me. Look at all these people that want to date me. You know, yeah, because like, like okay, on Instagram it's like they like this picture, but like on the other social media it's like like the the um like the dating, dating apps, app, it is they like me. I want you, know, you. Like, yeah. I want you. Okay, well, wow. You know, so and then they're just like hmm, and then it allows them to go to sleep at night. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's that, that fucked makes, up. That makes sense a lot now. That it's like, yeah. it's fucked up. I, yeah, I've seen. I, yeah, I've seen it all. They're all different. I've broken it down in like eight at least different categories. You have people that actually try to like 
work network on there, which is like crazy to me. You have people that are simply there to gain Instagram followers, like super hot chicks that'll just put up the best five photos they've ever taken in their entire life. And my lives. Instagram is that's it. something. There's no profile. It's just <laughs> the Instagram. And then I asked the woman once. I was like, how many? Because we matched. And I was just like, how many Instagram followers have you garnered from this app? And she was like, easily like seven, 800 plus. And I was like, awesome. I salute you. I'll see you later because that's not what I'm in this for. But yeah. I, but thank you for that data. Yeah. Thank you for wow. that information. So you have that. You have people that are looking for like, I want something serious. Like they'll say that, like, I want something serious. I want a boyfriend. I want a girlfriend. Like I want this now. Right. So if don't hit me up, if you're not on that path, it's like, okay, okay yeah. I won't hit you up then. But that's the thing. Those, those people, you won't ask, what are you here for? Because they're already true. telling you. That's very true. They're very, they're being honest and you're not even have to try to like trying to convince them otherwise. Cause you already seen, okay, that person doesn't want this. Like, well, let's just, Swipe left and then let's go to the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally fine. The, the 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 thing is that's wrong about that or that is insidious about that is you could find someone that you really like if only you didn't speak that way. If only because you're saying I want something that wants a boyfriend or one okay, I, I want okay, someone that wants it. a girlfriend. But if you didn't speak that strictly, then you would cast a wider net and you might find someone that is just a bit more liberal than you, but is ready to have a relationship if they truly like you. And then now you're missing out on those people. Earl, but this is the thing. So like we call this being discreet in Venezuela. Right? Mm. You have discretion of like on like the things that you say just because you don't know what you're getting back. Mm. But then also society tells you to be 100% real and 100% honest. Hmm. So like, do do some people want 100% honesty? Like I have a thing that like, if someone is asking for my opinion, and as soon as they say, I want you to be very honest with me, they don't want to hear my opinion. <laughs> they want to hear what they want to hear. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, why are you my friend? And why are you asking me for honesty? If you're asking me the question, I'm your friend, I'm going to be honest with you, right? But as soon as I say, be 100% honest with me, I'm not going to be honest with you because mm. you don't want to hear that. Mm. And I've, I've created some some problems because of I'm sometimes too honest. And I'm like, well, you ask for honesty. And they're like, no, they can't handle that. So mm. what you're saying is like it, it the, the way that they speak, these people talk about like they're limiting their area. You know what I mean? Like they engage and mm. stuff. And it's because... They're too honest. Right. And yeah. it might be a problem sometimes, might not be a problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I think the dating world for people, is, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Most people tell me that they don't like it at all. I've only had, I mean, not to say I only had beautiful experiences, but like even the ones where like, it wasn't the best or didn't end the best, like whatever, mm -hmm. whatever iteration of it it was. I learned a lot. I know that. I probably learned a ton from the person. Yep. I had experiences, like not just information either, just just only the sort of data that you get from just being around people. Like there's just a certain type of education that you get from just being around people and engaging with them yeah. that you don't get out of just reading a book or watching a docu-series. But that is also why I am probably very good friends with all my exes you know mm. what i mean because i i i had like so many good memories that not one that happened to be the end of the thing or whatever is gonna like ruin all these other ones so like yeah we i mean 
I, I will say this because I, I know I'm, I have, like, it's easy for me to do it. But, like, we could be just a little mature and be like, hey, you know, like, that happens. We're not compatible. We, we, we don't represent each other. But we can still be friends. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah. I don't know. Like, like you're saying, like, relationships are hard, but also we make them extra hard. No, no, we don't. No, but that's why I was saying that. That's why I think it's hard because people make them fucking hard. I think that people often go into them not thinking, let's have two people with their own happiness come and respect the other one and just play off of the other one and share each other's unitary happiness together and move forward, right? It's it's if I even think that you are talking to this bitch, I'm going to hit you with my car outside of Wegmans. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't even like, like you're my property. Yeah. I, you, I, you owe yourself I, to me. Exactly. Exactly. I don't owe you, but you owe yourself to me. Yes. And then I'll be yours as well. And I mean, like, what is that? Not what's the definition of slavery? <laughs> Man, so, well, this, this brought a memory also, like, um, again, this girl's probably going to hear this story. So I've heard that this girl that I have something with, um, she basically met this guy and the guy, this is a, a girl that wants a family. So always being like about having babies and a family and all that. So she found a guy, right? And then the guy gave her a ring. So she was like, fuck, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm finally getting married and all that. And, you know, the, the years start happening, like passing by, and she's like not listening or not hearing about the wedding or anything. And then at one point she's like, hey, well, let me ask you like when this is happening because, you know, I'm, I'm ready. And he's like, what? Like I've never mentioned anything about getting married. I gave you the ring so you, just, you know that we are together. But I don't want to get married. I don't want babies. Like what are you talking about? Imagine the like the, the the brain, the mind of this girl at that moment when the guy said that. He was just like he wanted to her to know that that was his property. You're and right. Like, yeah, because of a ring. Because once I put this ring on you, no one's the people are gonna start looking at you. They're gonna see the and, ring. Uh, she's gonna, she's taken. She's taken. Yeah, which is crazy. Some people will do that. That is a shackle. I know. <laughs> that is a shackle for your finger. I know. Oh man, yeah. So it just, you know, and, and again, I, I don't think that throughout this conversation we sound like this, but by no means are we shitting on or decrying monogamy or, or you know, in hundred percent, yeah, like no. not at all. But people do get fucking crazy with it. Yeah, people do go way overboard. Man, that's so dangerous. So if you're a lady and you're listening, please just like make sure <laughs> that your relationship is a hundred percent good. Like you're there. You know what I mean? Like. And, yeah, it, and if you're single, enjoy your single life. Oh, yeah. Please. Like, people think that we have to rush to get into a relationship. You don't. Not even when you're 30, not even when you're like, there is no train that is going to leave you. You know what I mean? Like, there is not, like, enjoy your single life. Like, go meet people, have fun, have good time. People, well, keep, people keep saying that this life is too short. It's not mm. short at all. This life, you make it the longest that you can. I will I will say on that train metaphor that you had of like yeah. the train moving, mm. women do have time differently well, in their I mind. Mean, so that tr that train time. does leave for them. No, for, for but yeah, like depending upon what you want. It, but that's the thing. Like if 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 if, if women 
like some group of women they want to have babies and stuff. I understand that. Like I understand like, and in some countries it has to be it, it's a cultural thing. It's a, mm. it's a society. Like, dude, in China and Vietnam, if you're past 25 years old, you're too old to to get married. They they the men. They literally just They're tell like, you like, no. no. But, but you know, on that same note, it's not just the children. Even though I was speaking about sort of like a biological clock, mm. also women feel like they start that like men distinguish with age and a lot of women feel like they sort of like deteriorate like they're not like we're not looking at them as sexier or more beautiful it. the older that they get so they're also sometimes trying to fight that clock as well like the longer i wait i get it yeah. without kids or not that is true my like my window or my you know field or pool of men is getting shorter and shorter or smaller and smaller but that's that's i don't feel that's good for women Like to have that idea, to have that idea of like the aging, because aging should it's normal. You know what I mean? Like it is. No, hey, I'm with you. I know, but like, yeah, like I've seen, I've seen so many girls in relationship that are not like probably the best relationships, just because they're thinking that way. No, like oh, no, I'm no, gonna no. miss the train. I'm gonna grab you know, whatever yeah. is available yeah. at the moment. And then <laughs> I'm sorry that I put it in this way, but like, you know. This is the way it is. And then they like, okay, I'm, I'm happy now because I, I got what I wanted. Is that what you really wanted? Or less, it was what society wanted you to have? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely weird. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, am, I am definitely 100% a person that wants to have a relationship and I want to have everything. You know, I want to have the kids, I want to have the house and all that. I'm all about that. But I, I also need to enjoy my life mm. in order for me to share my life with someone else. Mm. And I need to understand myself and learn and love me before I start understanding and loving another person. Right. That's yeah, that's I, very true. I feel the best way to know someone is to live together with that person mm. for at least a while and to travel together. Mm, you yeah, definitely yeah, get sure. You definitely get to know if you're compatible with someone else yeah. doing what I think is these two things. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. That makes, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Cause you have to like conquer things. Like you have to both put your mind towards things. Like how are we going to get here? Where are we going to stay? Like who do you panic? <laughs> panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. Guys. <laughs> do, do, like, do you panic in certain please. situations? You know, like how do I deal with you if you do panic? And what does that show you about me? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like you're fleshing out all these things. Yeah. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. It is, it is act like a moment, uh, like a, you, you're born vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You're like, you're there doing something that is probably not comfortable for you. Yeah. And then you show your, your true self. Yeah. 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 That, that, that dating thing, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just something else. Like, I know again, I haven't. Again, that, that clock that I was, I was talking to someone the other day about, you know, it's, it's sort of like this idea of beauty versus sexy. Right, because these are two different things that I think that we're kind of really. I'm, I'm from at. Venezuela, trust me, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, you know, when you say you don't want women or you feel like it's a corrosive idea for women to have this idea of like them, you know, their pool getting shorter because they're, mm -hmm. I don't know, becoming a worse version of mm -hmm. themselves. I see people get beautiful, more and more beautiful as when they, they age. age. And a lot we of call that the fine wine, it define wine. And a lot of that is because of the things, a lot of the things that we've been talking about, which is how happy have you been throughout your life? You've seen people that are like 50, 60, 60, 70 years old. And as soon as you see their face, you're like, wow, 
You've been enjoying life for a long fucking time. Like you've been smiling for how many years? Yeah. Like you you must have been smiling for 40 years. Like there's no way you get a face like that unless you have like exactly. you see a smile before they smile. Yeah. You have a permanent smile on your face that isn't creepy like the Joker's. Exactly. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then vice versa. That is you the see the people with the, the fucking bulldog look on their face. Get off my fucking lawn. Like that guy. It's a real thing. But it's, it's sad that like that happens because these people are going through their whole life looking like that. You know, they're angry for something. There's like some sort of trauma that they're having there that it's not making them feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. And to be able to see that over the course of time work its way on someone's face. Yeah. That's fucking sad. Yeah. And then again, vice versa, the other end of the spectrum, these people that you look at and you're like, why are you 70 and beautiful? Why like why am exactly. I why am I saying that about That's, you? That yeah. you're so old, but like I but just you still look at have you. like something, you know, attractive. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. I like it, yeah. It's amazing. How long have we been doing this here? How long do you think we've been here so far? It hasn't been too an, long. An hour and a half? No, you're pretty. You're, you're much better at this than I am. Okay. We're 145. Awesome. Sir. How long is the longest one that you have? The longest one I've had has been probably like three hours, okay, that's 10 per- minutes, three hours, 15. Perfect. Something like that. Guys, please let him know if... It, this is too boring or too long or whatever. I don't think so, but you know, people let him know. Yeah, I did. No, people let definitely <laughs> do let me know about things. It's fucking hilarious the things that they let yeah. me know. This is a huge one right here because maybe I maybe I'm aware of it because I do a podcast. Maybe I'm aware of it because I listen to people so much. But when you speak, as I was saying earlier in this, we we listen. Right. We, we're listening to the tone of your voice. Like, what words are you using? Right. How, and how are you like speaking? Yeah. Right. And we can tell when you're like a little angry or a little frustrated or, you know, a little like, I don't know, envious, whatever. Like, we can tell these things. We can tell when you're just genuinely happy and like you're just fucking around. Like, we can tell all these things about you. Do you think people also can notice that when they read? I don't I don't read. I don't like oh, to read. Oh, when they read? Yeah, like the way that the writer is writing words to be like, oh, this guy was actually super angry at this moment. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they're like really great writers that do a really good job of of making you understand what the fuck is going on. Okay. And then, and then, but you also have to just take into account like personal, the personal lens that that person is seeing the book through. Okay. You know, like like we could read the same thing and. Maybe you say angry and I say frustrated. Frustrated, yeah. You know, like, so So now because of... We're seeing it in different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. a little different perspective Mm because you just think this person is raging, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that might cause you to be like, well, damn, why is he fucking raging like this? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, no, he's just frustrated because of these things. You know, so it's, it's a completely... Yeah, I don't know, but that that is that is amazing about, about books. The, yeah, and about the voice as well, because like no one is well, they're they're gonna see us, but also like they're listening right now. So yeah, there are gonna be a lot of people just that just listen to the audio version okay. and th- they listen deeply, and you know, you you just the thing. One of the things that I've just learned from this, and again, I've gotten uh, feedback from uh, or feedback about, is just you just can't hide. You just can't hide. And, you know, there's been feedback about certain people. It's like, yo, 
Like, why were they? Why were they acting like? Like, why were they so defensive? Or why were they doing this? And the the person would never think that people would be able to see that because yeah. in their mind they're like, I'm just having a conversation. I'm just with having you. a conversation with you. And I I literally I'm aware now that a lot of people are listening just because you're mentioning. But this is a mm. conversation between the both of us. Right, exactly. And in my head, it's maybe like the podcast is going to be like shown to people on, you know, another day. Right. So you have to do some editing and all that mm. or whatever. But I'm, I'm aware now that we have listeners. Yeah. It's happening right now. <laughs> and yeah, they'll be like, they probably notice in my voice, like, you know, the ways that I'm feeling through the conversation. Right. Which is amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's so amazing about it. And to think that. So for me, that even goes into the whole eight mile esque way of living because you can't you, you can't fake anyway. So you might as well just not you, mm-hmm. you, because the people are just going to be looking or listening to you. Like why? Are you, why like, are you? You sound like you're lying. You sound like you want to cry, but you're not crying. Like what was what is that? Are you acting? Like what is that? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you doing? And and a lot of this has come from uh, because. The last person that came on the episode, it's fine because the information has been out already because I talked to her about it a little bit during the podcast. Okay. But she came with a little bit of uh, a little bit of a energy of wanting to challenge me. Oh, okay. Right. So I guess it, you know, listened to a couple of the episodes before and felt like maybe I wasn't being challenged enough on my ideas and my thought processes. That's interesting. I like that. And I was like, that's great. Sure. Like, come here and do it. The the what's funny is she thought that it was just something that she was doing like it was a kind of like a secret mission <laughs> that wasn't actually but like you could hear exactly you could like he, in, you could hear her leaning into yeah, stuff like, hey well, well, what well, what do you think like what is happening through you like while well, you're asking me those questions yeah I, yeah so like you, you can just, definitely see it and hear just, it you just can't hide it that's what's fascinating about it and I don't know how many other things are like that. Where you just can't hide. I don't know what in a, what other types of like art forms are like that, where you can't hide, because the very nature of it is to just put your thoughts into words on the fly. Well, I think I think basically people we call it um, how do you call that like stereotypes or something mm. like that. If you if you see a pattern of like a sound. Or a movement or something, then you know what's happening. You, if someone might be hiding something, but you already, that's how like, and I'm going <laughs> to put this in perspective on my life experience, traveling, yeah. right? So the immigration officer, they already know since you're walking, how like, if, if you want to stay in the country, if you want to do something, you know, like they already know because of the way you're walking, the right. way you're like, they've interviewed so many people that they're experiencing that. Mm-hmm. So there are things, so many things that you can hide, but you think that you're hiding it. You know yeah, what I mean? Of like, course, you know, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, there are there are certain, yeah, there are certain ways. I'm just thinking about being high as like a young person and like walking around stores and like, I just have to act normal. I don't want them to know that I'm high. Like, I just have to act normal. And then and you're, you're acting, acting fucking like, weird. Exactly. So then people are looking at you like, what the fuck is this high ass dude exactly. in here? Exactly. Like, you're fucking yourself over and you don't know it because you're so in your head about the way you look about stuff. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's, that's it. It is. Yeah, it is. It's insane. But like, you know, like a, in a good way. Yeah. It's like actually interesting the, how the, the brain works in, in, in your mind. That's right. why I, I told you before that I'm 
kind of like conscious of consciousness. Mm. And I'm like, hey, well, you're actually kind of like reacting, like you're acting weird now, but like, you know, relax. Yeah. Just don't panic. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, just relax. And then you'll be cool. Because you can't hide. You can't. You can't. You it's can't. Just, it's just even. You, like, can, you can hide around certain people. Certain people lack all like social skills, all social like depth perception. Earl, and you can just completely fool them. I do not understand how that happens. And it's like what I, I'm laughing about. And I'm sorry. It's just these people that don't understand when you are done with the conversation or, or like you don't want to speak them anymore and then they just keep they keep going and like I, are you not and i'm i'm in the in the in, in like i'm the 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 expectator on like the conversation right and i'm seeing the the person basically doing things with their face and like the way that they talk the way they speak the sound of the voice and the other person is like nope like yeah i want you to listen and like let's go yeah. I'm like, bro. <laughs> their, their, their feet may be, like, their feet and hips may be angled in a different like, direction. Um, I want to go. Yeah, it's like, Yo. and I respect the ones that they are able to to do it. I, sometimes I understand and I, I, I position myself on the other side. So I'm like, I already noticed that you la- you want to be heard. Mm. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take some of my time to do it, you know. And yeah. eventually when I'm, like, actually really bored or, like, something else, I will let you know. I'll be like, hey, we don't. Thank you. It's, it's it's been good like hearing you, but I need to do something. So I need to catch up with other people and yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, that's that's super duper necessary. <laughs> but like as you're meeting all these people worldwide, whatever, like you're interested in people. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I mean, you have a lot of experience, so you talk a lot, but you also listen a lot. Like you ask yeah. you ask questions a lot. Are there certain like what are they? Or are they just specific to everyone? Are there certain things that you feel like you need to know about yes. people that are going to be in your life? That's that's what it is. The last one. Okay. Um, it it depends on like I I like you saying that you grade um certain people. Mm-hmm. I grade my friends, and I. I hope that they don't take it as a, as a very offensive. Are they going to text you and be like, what's my grade? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, please don't do that because I won't reply. I won't answer that question. Anyways, um, so I have people that I meet that like, you know, I want to know more about your family or I want to mo- know more about your bank background yeah. or I want to know more about the country that you live or mm-hmm. that you are from. And, you know, if, if someone is hearing me and you want to invite me to your country, I'll go because I want I, I want to see that, you know. Um, it depends on the people. Yeah. Depending okay. on the energy that they give me. They, yeah. So some people give me a vibe. They're like, fuck yeah, let's have a, a proper conversation. I want to tell you my story and then you tell me yours. Some people is like, maybe yeah, we're just like exchanging some ideas and whatever. Mm. Some other people is like networking. So I'll, I'll do this and then this is your job or like... Has there ever been any question within the whole duration of this conversation that you thought, hmm, I should ask him this? No. No? Not not yet. Not quite. Okay. Like, yeah. Is um, it just because there's been more than enough information just flowing back and forth or? No, I think I think it's because at first, I don't know, like it's in my first post- podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know like how how does it work? I don't know mm. if you're interviewing me. I don't know. It's like, oh, you know, we're just fucking chilling. Exactly. <laughs> but like I'm I'm basically respecting your position as uh, the, the one r- ruling the podcast. Okay, you know what I mean? So okay. you're basically directing me of like where to go. Yeah. And we, we're having that. It's, it's just a great conversation. You're asking me some questions and, I, and then we get into a topic and then we talk about it and it's, it's great. 
So my brain is focused on that. Yeah. It's not on like, oh, I should ask him about this. Or mm. like, maybe I wanted to ask you like, how how do you feel about like having the the, the certain type of people in in the podcast? Like, because it, okay. you're definitely inviting like a different community here. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. every single episode is completely different. You might you might probably like connect episodes with like topics and stuff, but like right. each different. A, a guest is is a different person. So, yeah. like, how do you the, the same question that you're asking me? Mm. How do you ask questions to them? Like, do you ask questions de depending on the energy that they give you, or like depending on the vibe that you get? Like, well, a vibe energy, same same. Right, depending on like yeah. the, if he's a girl or a boy, or like you know. Oh yeah, no, it's it's just you know. Cause, I, I've seen cause so you're, many. You, so you're asking me this question. Yeah. We don't know each other for so long, but yeah. you know that I like to travel and stuff. So you are basic, basing this episode on like, you know, traveling and like traveling. knowing a, a personality, whatever. Yeah. But then you have here people that are doctors or like, you know, a nurse or like right. a, a teacher mm -hmm. or like, or it's just a person that likes to play music and like, you know, it could be yeah. a girl that plays music. It could be a guy that plays music. Yeah. Plays and, music. And, and that's pretty much what it is when we get back to dancing or jamming in a band together. Mm -hmm. Like I would never go into one band and try to jam with them the way that I would the next. My man. When it came to like a dancer, you and I are going to have to dance differently depending upon like your level of knowing this dance style that we're doing or your level of vigor your maybe your height your weight like we could do different things so like it has to change it, it has it to is, change i can't like, have the same conversation with you as i can have with anyone that's, else that's true yeah you're the only you that has ever existed and will ever exist so yeah, like i I, I could never duplicate the the, the interaction i'll have yeah. with you ever again not even with you yeah the next time i see you you will be a different version of yourself of myself, so yeah. i'll only ever get this version of you right now at this right moment And then you're gone. Awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, that's so, true. so like it, it's constantly like malleable. It's so varietal that it just, it has to be on the fly. It has to be that way. I've seen so many things where it's like a topic based podcast. Like we talk about movies or we talk about music, mm -hmm. we, whatever the fuck it is. It could be, you know, news, media, or it is conversation, but it's more so interview like they're interesting people, they're doctors, they're musicians, they're whatever the type is. But I haven't really seen too many where it's just people hanging hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out and talking about whatever's going on in their life and however they feel about it, however superficial or however deep we want to go. We can do everything in between. In between. I like, like that. Like we can do whatever the fuck we want. I If like you want to just sit here and ask me questions for the next 20 minutes, yeah, we can do let's that. Let's go. It's, <laughs> it's whatever we want to do. But that's amazing. And, and, it's, and it's simply because it's what I love to do. Like, I just, I don't want to do anything. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to do it this way because this is a fucking awesome way to do it. The education that comes with it is insane, as you already know. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And, like, the deep connection, the wisdom that you get, it, it's fuck. And it's, again, it's so lost on us. Like, people don't spend their time. You know how many people I've had in that chair that tell me that they don't have these conversations with anyone. Anyone, friends, family, people, acquaintances, whatever. Some people are afraid to like have these deep connections and deep conversations about like life. Because this is, we're living, like we are all here in the same boat. On, <laughs> right, on the same boat. Right, right, exactly. So we're living and then, yeah, I want to know more about like how do you struggle with your life? Because I might con feel connected of your struggles or with your struggles. And I learned about that. Or 
how are you coping with like happy things in your life? That's I want also to learn about that. You and, know what and, I mean? Like, and, and that's what's interesting about it. It's beautiful. Because people are, as much as they say they're not, people are interested in people. Yeah, like they are. Because if you ask well, ten people if they like human beings, reality TVs are the most popular thing. So, like, imagine why? Th- there you go. Like, we like people. It doesn't even. Have, you don't have to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, people just are interested in other people's lives. Like, what the? That's the only. Re- that's the reason why social media works the way that it does. Like, what the fuck do you have going on over there? What's on your story? Where but, did you go? But no, like. Like in in real relationships, like there's so much drama going around just because people want to know everything about everybody. Mm. When when we talk about relationships, it's like you say that that just let someone get to someone or get with someone else and then have a beautiful connection and go like, don't try to ruin it. Don't try to like <laughs> push a, a, a button, like unless you're joking and like you're right. roasting them. Right, right. But like. There's some people that they are on that path, you know, like they want to because they're interested in whatever they do and that they might not have in their lives. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's my perspective on some of these people. No, no, I think but so. But we too. are all interested in like someone else's life. Yeah. No, I think a lot of the issue in relationships is like you're so involved and interested and concerned with what I have going on. And you don't have enough going on in your own life that and this could be people on Twitter just angrily writing about people or shitting on people. It's like, don't you have something else to do? Like, you don't have any. You have, have no too, other way of like spending too, your time. They have too much free time. Too much. Right. And it's, like, it could be yeah. the same thing in an intimate relationship. Like, where were you at? Who was that on the phone? What was it? And it's like. Do, do you have a hobby? Like, do you have? Do you, like, maybe we should get you some model cars, or like, get you some paints yeah, and like, a canvas or something. Like, did you want to see it in, in the sidewalk? You know, like knit something, and like you know, like, read a book. Let's, like, let's get you involved in something. It, yeah, because exactly. you need to. You need to put your mind towards something. Yeah, because you are focusing on all the wrong things right now. Yeah. So that's that. I mean, that's just like a, a sweeping sort of brushstroke on a lot of people's issues in relationships, whether it be afar on Twitter, typing mm-hmm. away Twitter fingers, mm-hmm. or it's just like your real significant other and you just not acknowledging that we can, again, be two separate people with our own separate happiness, own separate friends. We can have separate hobbies and places Everything, we like to go. Yeah. And then we can come and touch back. And I can bring you into my world and you can and bring see, me into yeah. yours and we can share some things and we can share our happiness. But if it ever gets to a point where I feel like you're like I would be happier alone. Yeah. Then what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I can't allow you to take it away stay from me because you don't have it. Stay single. Yeah. I'm just going to stay single. Your life. Yeah. And have fun. There is plenty of people out there that want to have fun as well. Then they want to be single. As well. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, so, and if, if you're trying to have this great relationship and... It doesn't work out. It's also okay. You know what I mean? Like mm. stay friends or like try at least try to. Because I know some situations they they're not allow, allowing people to stay friends. But like, how do you feel about people that like use this? Oh, you wasted my time. You know, because you're saying, well, it should be okay if we want to go separate ways. It just didn't work. But I think you have a different perspective, which allows you to unlock this separate part that is also. And if we go separate ways, that's okay. But they're thinking, no, if we go separate ways, you just wasted the last however many months of my life or whatever the fuck it was. So that person is a selfish person. That per- <laughs> that, no, for, for, for real, this is what I think. Because that person is only looking 
for you to do what that person wanted to do or wanted to have. You know what I mean? It's not half. That's not half, half. That's not 50, 50. No, that is literally like, oh, you wasted my time because what I was trying to do, you weren't trying to do that. So, you know, we, we weren't on the same page. And f- first of all, how do you don't notice that in, you know, the first month of the relationship? First of all, right. That means that there is no good, good, good communication. And then second of all, if, if it's not 50 50, like, what was the relationship about? Stay single. You know what I mean? Like, people have an issue with that. People yeah, have a like, real issue with being by themselves. Exactly. So don't, don't, yeah, those, that person that says, you, you wasted my time, it is definitely like a selfish person. Yeah, that person you. wanted to have their time be completed with someone right. else. So it's like, so you didn't gain anything from this, really? You didn't learn anything? You didn't, you didn't learn? Get, nothing. You walked away with this just bankrupt? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And that was my fault. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, all right. I guess I have to live with that then. Thank you for saying that. That's also people that don't take responsibility of what they do. Yeah. They blame things on others. It's an easy way to just like, hey, well, you know, it's your fault. You did wrong. Like I'm, 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 I'm the one. Like it's just playing victim, right? So, just take responsibility of like the, what is happening between two people, or three people, or four people, depending like the type Whatever of relationship. You, yeah, yeah. Um, and just acknowledge that like you might have part of like you know you might be part of the problem as well. Or like maybe something is not working because of the way you are. Like maybe you have to work on some things and then try it again with someone else. Just take responsibility. Of, yeah, yeah. Know, I definitely, don't blame. Don't blame everything on someone else. I don't like that idea of like you wasted my time because also what you're saying is you stole my time. So now you're also calling me a thief. <laughs> you're saying that I came with like thievery like ideas and I came and like and, and stole from you like did, a little nasty fucking did scoundrel. You, did you force that person with a gun on? Her, his head to do what they were trying to do no so it was like it was a both way thingy you know right like, it was like hey i i want to get connection a connection with you if you have the same connection with me let's go if not let's go separate ways and we're cool why would you why would you be like okay you, yeah you wasted my time you know like i didn't i never forced you to be with me you know what i mean like i never tried to like trick you into like hey I'm the best person to be with. You have to be here. Otherwise, I like, no. And I'm promising that I'll be here for all of your life. Like, I never said that either. Well, some people do. Oh, when they get so, married. Yeah, yeah, well, see, well, you you have to be careful of what you say to people. <laughs> you, <laughs> words, can't just, you can't just be word, saying whatever words, the fuck you want. Words are powerful. Like, yeah, some people do that. They say that when they get married. So, I mean, they promise that they'll be with that person forever. And that's why I don't like, I, I'll probably get married, but I don't believe in marriage. Because okay. it's, that's just a... You don't believe in like the institution. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. You, marry, you marry someone as soon as you decide that you want to be that per, with that person forever. You know what I mean? Like it's in your brain that you say like, oh, I actually like you a lot. And we were, we were talking about this. You, you're kind of cool. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, wanted to, I just wanted to like, you know... Put it in once or twice, but now you're actually cool. I'm, I'm having a conversation with you. I enjoy your company. I kind of want to be with you for like a long period of time. Yeah. It might be forever. Who knows? But like, yeah. And then if you if you have that, you know, try to work on 
the good things about it. Like mm-hmm. the relationships, they have like ups and downs and all that, you know. But if it doesn't work out. Dude, <clears throat> I don't know what it's like in Venezuela, <laughs> but I can tell you in America. Where we learn about relationships is on the screen, right? Fucking romance films. Movies, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Rom-coms. Maybe some people watch, some, read some books, but probably not many. More more so women reading romance novels than guys are. Yeah. And then just, you know, music, which, pro- which ain't the best either. If you listen to me, it's really not that great. Like, they're not spitting game about emotional maturity and giving people like their space and understanding people on a deeper level and letting them be them. It's really not that it's all this super, I need you, you need me. We can't be if it ain't we and all this sort of shit. Right. That is a corrosive culture because people grow up really believing that that is what a relationship is. Like, like you, you, that that's real Man, shit because you, like, you, you learn it from somewhere and you have to ask yourself the question, where do we learn what a sense of romance is or a sense of relationship is? Where do you really get that? But, it, but, but you learn, yeah, but you're learning it from like also different uh, like perspectives, you know, like let's say Adele, like I love her, but like when she <laughs> sings like, never mind, I'll find someone like you. What do you mean? Someone like, like you. Uh-huh. Oh, great voice. So you think like, are you trying to find um, the next person that, uh, as the same as the previous one? Like you already broke up with the first person. That's Why spiteful. Do you wanna... Exactly. So are you teaching other people to be like, hey, yeah. well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna find someone like you, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Except they're gonna be a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so my thing about art is that could be a perspective, and this is the thing about artists, especially musical artists, is. And this is why podcasts are so different, because you're getting whole ideas fleshed out by words. Yeah. Adele's going to write a song. Yeah. You know, so you don't really get her perspective on it, really. You get her perspective in a moment of time. She could change her 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 perspective about that a week later and be like, you know what? I was angry, uh, you know, <laughs> but it was still a good song. That's how I felt. Oh, so I put the song, song out yeah. because people are going to hear that song. I love and, that And song. people are going to be in that mindset and yeah. they're going to realize that. But if she, but if Adele did a podcast once a week, she may be able to come on a week or two after she releases the album and be like, oh yeah, that was a great song. I was in a hurt space, but like, you definitely shouldn't do that. You know, but we don't get the, we don't, we don't ever get that follow up. So you take, so you take music artists lyrics as though these are their perspectives on things. It's like, you don't know that. Yeah. They don't do a podcast. You you, you hear an album from them once every three fucking years. They're, they have to be evolving. Like they're artists. So like we don't know what they think about this. That, That's why you shouldn't be taking what they're saying so fucking seriously and adopting all of it into your concrete like identity. Yeah. You know? But also music, it's that powerful. It is. It is that powerful. It's just like you don't know who is listening in a bad moment that'll be like, fuck yeah, I'm going through the same thing and I, I kind of like want to do the same thing just to yeah. see if I'm going to heal from that or I'm going to use like move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love music as art because it's it's a way to communicate like tons of different things, like right experiences, and like could be good experience, a bad experience, a traveling experience, like a love experience, like anything. Same as movies, but I feel like music is it also has like the chance for you to like you know, yeah yeah like a yeah. I mean, again, a film is just 
this is just a mo- much slower clip rate. Like I gotta, I gotta fucking sit here and wait an hour and a half. Not necessarily to feel something, but to feel the entirety of something. Like when you're telling a story, you tell people, listen, <laughs> right? Right? Because I'm telling you a story because I'm giving you the whole context so that once I get done, there is like a set of morals or values or understanding within that that will settle on you once you have the whole, the whole breadth thing, of yeah. the story, right? So that's what you have to have from a movie. You'll mm. feel things throughout it, but it's not till the end where you're like, okay, mm. a song much quicker. That's true. Much quicker. Yeah. So like you can feel things the whole time. Like you're getting the feeling pretty much the whole time. Like the feeling that the artist is trying to convey doesn't usually happen or you don't need to listen to the whole song to kind of get the whole point. Okay. Like the the, the because you're going to have minor chords or major chords, you're going to have certain feelings erupted as soon like as the song starts playing and you're gonna like oh i feel good yeah. this is a feel good song okay <laughs> boom, 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 boom. like i feel happy clap along if yeah. you know what That's happiness is. at no point is that song gonna turn sad yeah you know it's so a happy song <laughs> you, it's a happy song and like adele coming on someone like you like it's like okay I, 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 I think i get this one so you you feel it i think that some people will change certain things like you, you, you know. I do that all the time. Like I listen. Like I wake up today and I'll be like, I'm gonna start listening to Adele. And it's not that I'm sad. I'm actually like super happy. But I, I want to hear that voice. That type of like, you know, it's it's a calm yeah. beat and stuff like that. And then some days I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to Latin music because mm-hmm. it's you know upbeat and all that. I want to dance, whatever. Sometimes I'm sad, and then maybe I'll listen to that so I can you know, yeah, kinda like put myself in a in a better place mm-hmm. in that moment. But yeah, no, you're right. It's yeah. just, it's it's an instant thing. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's instant. I, I I sort of liken it to because <clears throat> we're just talking about like focus of of ideas and already existing energy within yourself. So for me, points in time when I would smoke or drink a lot that I started to feel sad doing those things was when I was already like in a worse space mentally. Okay, and then I would smoke or drink to try to get out of it. But within those, it only narrows that vision to the thing that you're already upset about. So now you're just thinking about that thing. So now you're just sad drinking or sad smoking or whatever the case is. I think it's the same thing. You can definitely go turn on some Adele. That's some sad ass music, but be in a good space and it doesn't make you sad. Right. And, and, And yeah, so it's all about the intention of the energy you're going into something with. That's sort of what psychedelics taught me is. What intentions do I have and what energy am I going into the experience with? Because that's the energy that's about to be there waiting for me. Exactly. Right. That, like that's that's what it is. So, it, no, that is that is fascinating. But it, it certainly it certainly happens with music as well, you because may- because I'll listen to like some super savage shit. Actually, a guy named No Savage. Mm-hmm. And he has a song called The Reap, or Reaper that I like a lot. It's some shit that is nowhere near my lifestyle. He's just talking about killing people and selling drugs and stuff. But it's but the way the music is arranged and the way that like his cadence on it and like his the way that he uses rhythm to hit certain pockets is of the like, beat, like hip hop, is it like yeah, rap? yeah, it is. It's like okay. like like super like street hip hop stuff. And okay. I don't usually listen to that, but okay. this one really caught my attention. It was just like really grimy, and the energy was just so rebellious. It was it was something really great. And then there's like uh, a little choir in the back, like oh. Like, you know what I mean? And, but they're women. So it, like, it sounds really, really good. And okay. he's rapping over it. And they're, 
like all these crazy snare drums playing in his I'm bass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear that song, Savage. No, is he's no called Savage. No Savage. He's in prison right now. Oh, but <laughs> because oh. he was at like Tyson's mall, like and he shot at somebody or something like that. Uh, like Tyson's, Tyson's corner, like, like yeah, right like, here, like, like yeah, like close by. Okay, yeah, craziness. Wow. Anyway, but the song is good to me. Okay, and I don't listen to any of, any of his other stuff, but that song has certain energy for me and. So when I'm in the gym, like that'll get me going. The point being, by no means do I adopt any of the shit that he's fucking talking about or any of that. But it's a moment in time that he was able to capture and that energy I can do something with. But we're extre- but you can be an extremely impressionable, impressionable person. And those are usually younger people. Yeah. That. Again, you're talking about the people that are listening to you and are you thinking about these people? Now we're talking about young they're people. they're learning, yeah. Because they're learning. So they hear this shit and they're like, oh, I want to be like this guy. Not, I just enjoy the energy on this record because of this. Like, they're not thinking all that fucking way through. They're just like, oh, I want to, like, this sounds cool. I want to be like him. He says kill people. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's, that's it's, it's also weird to me because I'm talking about myself. I grew up listening to you know very weird songs like latina music that they mm. talk about sex they talk about all these things and it never like it, it wasn't in my personality to try to adopt something from the music mm-hmm. it was all only that i was enjoying the music and like i danced to it like so for some people you know reggaeton right mm-hmm. so most most of these songs talk about like dirty sex and for like, sure yeah. exactly like for like at least 90 percent of them <laughs> and then people some so like a part of the population they hate the 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 artists and like the the urban style kind of music the reggaeton because of those lyrics mm. i fucking love those songs i listen to those lyrics and i <laughs> i'm not that person and I've been I've been listening to reggaeton since it started because right. I'm that oh, old. Oh shit! Wow. And I I used to go to parties when like dude like I yeah it it was my world like at 10, 12 years old I was listening to these songs and, and they were pretty bad at that time. Oh no! It, yeah, it get, it gets nasty. Um, I remember hearing like me gusta como con la boca me pones el condón. And I remember just like hearing that, and I was like, yo, y'all are getting wild <laughs> in these fucking songs Wait, right now. What, what is that song? Because I want to listen to it now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it had like yeah. like Archangel yeah, and Arcangel. Okay. yeah, and like a he, bunch of other fucking people. He's one of like the the artists that I will listen to because right. the lyrics are. so so nasty yeah. but so impressive at the same time like you're like yes and so reggaeton has a thing that it makes you you know like kind of like want to be sexy in that moment oh for the people that don't speak any spanish at all that line was i like how you put the condom on me with your mouth yeah <laughs> and your spanish is, is very good like, thank you damn <laughs> um but yeah so like that that I don't know, like it's just it's just a music that puts you in a you know always like a, a, a I'm ready mood. You know what I mean? I'm ready to party. I'm, I'm ready to ready. have sex. I'm ready to go work. I'm right. ready to like drive the car. I'm ready. I'm ready for something. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what type of music you have here that it will put you. In bad that Bad Bunny has that sort of music. Bad Bunny and J Balvin make a lot of that type yeah. of music for sure. Batman, Bad Bunny. As soon as you play. Titi me preguntó, which is like one of the last ones. Yeah. Titi me preguntó, in a Latin country, the whole place is just gonna go crazy. And he talks about like how a guy or how like 
I think it's grandma, Titi. Um, how grandma asks the boys, like, how many girlfriends do you have? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And he's like, well, I got so many that, like, I just want to take them to the VIP area. And I want to mm. give them, like, all this. And I'm like, I've got one. I've got this one. I got like, It's not a nice song. <laughs> but... <laughs> But you will see people dancing to and mostly girls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because there's something so sexy it, about that music. Like my shit is like Maluma, <laughs> Felices Lo Cuatro. <laughs> Bro, like there's something like first of all, Maluma's like a, he's he's a very sexy dude. He like is, like he everything is. about his persona, right? And, and he's Colombian and he's Latino, yeah. So like you hear some of this music come on, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, okay, I fucking get it. Like, I understand why Romeo Santos lives the life, like, why people swoon over him. Like, it makes sense. You hear it. It's it's sex oozing through the speakers. have Have you actually had a chance to dance to this music? No. See, that's the thing. That would be another oh, level. Oh, that's another level. Like, oh, see, bro. see, that's a see, 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 that's it. That's a whole Earl, level. you will definitely like people. People do not understand, and it's like they feel like the, the, the outsiders, the ones they can't or they don't dance that way, or they are they they're not Latinos. They all see it's just mm. sex. Um. When when we dance, like so, Romeo Santos he sings bachata, right? So bachata is like a kind of like a like a salsa kind of like sexier type of dance, mm. and Maluma sings reggaeton, right? So mm. those these two are like very sexy type of like you know music styles. Mm. When we dance, it's definitely because like you know we dance sexy yeah. and all that. But most of the times we can even dance with a friend or a family member, and that doesn't mean they sexual. Right. But we dance that way because of the song, you yes. know, and the, the type of dance is you know like but. For the outsiders, they see it's like, oh my god, you guys like seems like a, you don't get a bone yeah, or something. Yeah, like, like you're a bunch of that, fucking animals. Exa- out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, no, bro, because like, you, we, we, we know how to control ourselves. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> we know when it's time and when it's not. Like, we might, we might be for a third world country, but right, it doesn't right. mean that like you know we we're animals. So you know. <laughs> oh man, no, I think a lot of people think that when it comes to like black people and, and, and Africans, definitely when it comes to like twerking, like ass shaking rhythmic you know percussion based sort of dancing like all you got to do is put a beat like that on and, and people are going fucking yeah, insane yeah. so you know I, I get that I get that but it doesn't I understand what you're saying it doesn't have to be Dude, so just like uncouth if I and I've been to it, like places where like it's basically like mostly black people mm-hmm. I just I like I'm basically one of them yeah. When I get like, I went to the U.S. Virgin Islands, and they were doing like parades. I went for the carnival, and they basically like started dancing. Mm-hmm. So I like music, and as soon as they started getting closer to me, mostly women to dance, I was started dancing and going down. I was like, this guy can move, and like, oh, yeah. this guy's part of my like, yeah, Let's go. I will do it. Like, and it's so nice to see that, you know, like, cause it's rhythm with the, within like, you know, the type of sexy music. Mm-hmm. But what are you saying? Like the beats, I can hear them and I just get them and start dancing. Mm-hmm. And I would just go with the flow and people would be like, Oh, what, like, where are you coming from? Like, where are you coming from? Where are you from? You know, like, yeah, man, people, certain cultures, I mean, maybe a bit, yes, no, certainly much more accepting than others. Mm-hmm. But that's been something that why I started learning Spanish and, and getting into all these different mm-hmm. cultures is because, you know, I gravitate towards the people that are really accepting. And if they see you even making an ounce of effort, 
to learn something about them. It's like, oh, come on, come yes. here, come here, come you're on, part, come, come dance. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Come, come eat this. Come listen to this. I come love dance. That, like, man. It, that's it. I love that because I, I also feel invited. You know, I feel like I, I feel part of something. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to like get me to try your like dances or food or like you know conversations or whatever. Like I'm feeling part of that. And I, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. No, it's, that's it. It is. It is. That, that, that's, that's it. That, I mean, because that's what everyone, that's what everyone's looking for. All this stuff we're talking about when it comes to relationships and all this super strong codependency or, you know, being independent, whatever it is, it's just, it's just we're people. Trying to be a part we of something. We want to be a yeah. part of something. Yeah. That's, that's it. And just people have a hard time with figuring out what that looks like for them. <laughs> you know, but we all want to be heard. And how many people do you think feel misunderstood? Fucking so, everybody. So many. Like, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. You, you know what I mean? So like we all want to be understood. Yeah. We want to be heard and felt and seen and touched. But that's also like the, the, the way I am. I feel like I, whatever the universe had, you know, planned for me, it was just to show people that. No matter where you're from, no matter what you're doing, no matter how, like what language you speak, you can still like be part of the, you know, the whole thing. I'm a short Venezuelan guy that <laughs> basically decided to, I'm very short guys, I'm 5'3". Venezuelan guy that like decided to leave his country and then go to China for the first time knowing no English. Like I, li- I had the knowledge of like going to school and learning like, the words and the mm-hmm. ABC and all that, but I couldn't have a conversation. Right. And I just jumped there because I was, yeah, this is not my comfort zone. Like I, I, my comfort zone is trying to like get out there and see more people. And then I basically just clicked with a group of random uh, foreigners in China. And then one of the guy was a Spanish guy that basically told me like, don't speak Spanish with me, speak in English so you can practice and you can, you know, better that. And I started dating this American girl and like started being friends with the other American girl and like, you know, and then it got into a point that I was like, well, I feel okay. Like I feel accepted. I Mm -hmm. feel part of the thing. But in my head, sometimes it will be like, well, maybe that's not going to happen because um, Mm. a short Venezuelan person, Mm. maybe that doesn't speak really good uh, English in a country abroad. Yeah. That yeah, yeah that, well, listen, I'll that tell you, I, well, listen, I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's not completely unreasonable. <laughs> right? Like, you did a lot. Like, you you really... Like, <laughs> that's not... What you just said wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You should definitely get... <laughs> Brother, I know. You you did some great things. Brother, I know. You've done like, some I, great I, things, I know, man. I know. That's and awesome. It's like, I, but I, I tell... I, I, I try not... The way that I post things on social media, this is a great, like, you know, way to, for people to see that you can also do it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever is trying to, like, get you in a comfort zone, go outside and then make, make that other place a comfort zone. Yep. And then after you comfort, like, you're comfortable there, just go to the next place and then just keep doing it. Yeah. You don't have to do it all at once. Uh, Yeah, definitely don't. Start with, yeah, start with small steps and, like, you know. Start meeting someone and like, yeah, dude, like go on a dating app and right. like play, even playing video games. Yeah. You can, you can connect with people through like now online, it's just like everywhere. So yeah, some people, it just needs to be, cause some people are so caught as you were talking about before in the routines of everyday life, 
you sometimes you just I, need to break away. Just take a different route to to work. Just you just do the tiniest thing. Just yeah. take a different route to work. Yeah. Don't eat what you've been eating the last five days. Just just do small things. Just break pick, out pick a, a little. Pick bit. a different item from that menu that you always got at your regular the restaurant that you're regular. Pick a different item. I don't know. Talk to a different person every day. Like just buy is something to someone, and like you, you're gonna have a different reaction. You have, you're definitely gonna have like a different perspective as soon as you talked or or, or you like get interested in a different person. Not like you, you're gonna have your friends always trying to make a new one. Their comfort zone challenges. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had I saw this guy do a TED talk on it once, and he was like. You know, human beings, as I actually spoke to you and Pedrito about hey, before yay. this was like, was <laughs> back in the day, we had real fucking problems. Like, I have to go out and fight a fucking lion with my, with a couple of my guy friends and bring this meat home to my family in this Bare village. hands, try to like build like, you know, some kind of weapon to these, you know, use to kill this thing. These, these were real fucking issues, mm -hmm. not... Oh, so-and-so, you know, said something mean about me today. Like, that dude, that was not on that fucking guy's mind at all. He was like, I don't give a fuck what that guy said. I have to fight a lion today. Those were real fucking problems. And we've gotten away from that because of all the conveniences through the technology. And now we're super fucking mm -hmm. soft. But he's pretty much saying on this TED Talk, we, our bodies, haven't been able to figure out The difference between what once was actual danger and the danger of today. So, okay, right now, if you're like so the average person is walking through a mall filled with a thousand, five thousand people, yeah. and you told that person, "Hey, let's do a comfort zone challenge. Just lay on the ground. Just lay on the ground." People. A bunch of people are going to be like, no, Why? no yeah. I'm not going to fucking, people are going to look at me. They're going to think I'm fucking weird. They're going to think I'm, and they start to build this anxiety as if they are being confronted with a lion that they have to kill to bring home to their family. Your brain doesn't know how to distinguish that. It, it just tells you you're in danger. You're in danger. And the only way this guy on this TED talk was saying to get over that is through the challenge, which is sit there and lay there long enough for your brain to start to realize that you're not in actual danger. Also, Get naked outdoors. Oh, you get naked. Oh, yeah. well, see, <laughs> you see, you're taking, see, you're, you're, okay, hold on now. Doing, <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to create baby steps for step, people. Step, step. Yeah, and no, I, you know, know, and again, even the laying on the floor in the mall isn't really a baby step. Again, just take a separate route to work, guys. Just try, just, let's just start here before you start showing your nuts on Instagram. Just listen, just, listen to Earl. Just a please. little, just a little different. <laughs> um, I feel like this is, this has all been great. This has all been, uh, awesome content on here for the last words any last words pod we always give last words for the people okay um and i'm excited to know what yours may be man um so for anyone out there and like thank you earl for bringing me here this has been like it's it's been a, a really nice nice experience um not knowing you that well and you get right. I, I, getting invited to the podcast to do the podcast um To anyone out there, just please, just, you know, step by step, get out of your comfort zone and try to do different things. It's going to help a lot and try to make new friends. It's always good. Yeah. And man, I think you are an amazing person. I appreciate you. And thank you for, you know, like inviting me. I 
I'm happy. I'm very happy. Yeah, and and I just have to say fucking thank you for doing this. This is my favorite thing to do. In the, I fucking love this. Yeah, this is my favorite thing to do I'm, in the world. Amazing. And like, I'm so glad that and you then came. You sh- you're sharing it with me, so this is good. Oh yeah. yeah, because I don't I don't want to. You know, we talked a little bit about money before we started recording, yeah. and you're like, oh, if I had it, I still wouldn't just spend it so frivolously, or at least on these things. Like, I want to create experiences for the people I love. Like. There's no point in like I don't want to do this shit if I can't do it with people. Like, yeah. I, like I don't I don't want I want to share these things. I want to share these experiences. Like I think that's the coolest thing ever is to be able to share. Yeah. I don't want to just have shit and just hoard it to myself somewhere. Like the fuck. The, no. Like I want to share. You want to share it? Yeah. And it's and it's such an awesome thing because because of how fluid and natural yeah. it is. You just never know what's gonna happen. That's true. You just never know what's gonna happen, and um, you're right. Like I'm it's, surprised about that. Yeah, no. it's it's weird talking to you at this point because you you just said you know we don't know each other that well, and I'm like oh fuck you, we don't. Like I you kind of reminded me the same way I reminded you that we're doing a podcast and there are people listening, and like then it hit you, and you're like oh shit yeah we aren't just having a conversation like we're having a conversation, but people are gonna be listening in. And you just kind of hit me. It was like, yeah, we don't know each other that well. And like, I kind of had to be reminded for a second. Like, oh, I feel like we've been fucking friends for a long time. Thank like, you. Like so this- that's the thing. I, I like that. The fact that you invited me and then you gave me the address to come here and all that. Like, it, it, it gives me that you feel safe. You know what I mean? You like yeah. inviting that person. They're like, oh, I just met this guy a couple of times. And well, it seems interesting enough yeah. Yeah. to do a podcast with. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that a lot. Like, yes. I, it makes me... But it's, 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 I could say like uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and yes. this was the highlights of my year. That's, oh, fuck. All right, let's hug it out. <laughs> let's hug it. Let's hug it out. Yeah, yeah man. Hold on a second. That's awesome, man. Man, thank, thank you. Thank you for that. That's really dope, man. I really appreciate that. All right, everybody, we're done. Episode 136. We're done, guys. Let's Peace go. Everybody.